You will notice that every episode of Monkeys Took My Jetpack contains an explicit tag, meaning there may be language which would be unsuitable for work or for children. This time, we mean it. You've been warned. Coming up on Monkeys Took My Jetpack. Well, I want to know who the hell we blew up. He is supposed to meet a shipment of some sort tonight, tonight, down at the old abandoned warehouse district. Oh my god, they're wearing hairy glitter boots. No, I draw the line. God. I could pose as a buyer. You know what? You can't refuse a lady there. Oh, no. No. I gave up being a Monster Town beat for this. Kisses and starlight to all. Let's go kick smash. Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon. Thank you for downloading Monkeys Took My Jetpack issue number 26. This time we have a... What the fuck? What the fuck is this shit here? I'll just tell it my own style, you know... Hey everybody, this is Prometheus Jones, you dig? Welcome to Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue 26. We are going to have a hell of a solid episode here for you today. I'm telling you because I'm in it. And that's really all you need to know. So, sit back, relax. What? Oh, okay, yeah, we do have a cast. Right on. Alright, he, he, he's saying I should say what the cast is. So, uh... Alright, well... Today in the cast, we have me playing me. We have Josh as the GM or game master if y'all ain't down with the vernacular. It's one of the cool words. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> Chris is playing my man Jerome. I'm sure there's a dumb fact in here somewhere. He's a vampire. And then we got Nikki. Nikki is playing Bridie Steinenfrank. Oh, if only we could find a little bag of shade. And Pat is playing Betty. The deep one. Try to hold back, boys. So enough about this bullshit. Let's get on with the episode. Oh, by the way, it's a little long because we got feedback from last week. So the feedback is new. The episode is old, though never out of style, you dig? So here we go. Monkeys took my jetpack number 26, Funkadelic Frankenstein on the mean streets of Monster Town, session number four. Mmm. Mmm. Good. Damn. It's good stuff right there. All right, now. It's called A Shady Business on the Level. All right, I'm, I'm getting here. Give me that microphone back here. Damn it. Motherfucker. Everyone. This is Hello, everyone. Twenty-six. Hi, gang. Hi, Josh. Hello. Yeah. Nikki. What? Cheer up. Yeah. We got feedback. Yay! And a lot feedback. of feedback. 
I saw it. It's going to be a lot of reading for Josh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you guys see the bad news? Which uh, bad news? We didn't get nominated. I know. Doesn't it's, that fight? Uh, it's our first year. I'm not too down on yeah, it. Yeah, but no it's actual it. play podcasts got nominated. No, I'm actually. So I'm kind I'm of okay crushed. with not getting nominated. If no, at least there's no one who got nominated, and we're like, ah, oh, crap, they got nominated. We're better than that. Neither we nor Gutter Skypes got nominated. But at the nope. same time, I have to express great relief because now I don't have to pony up a whole pile of gold lame kilts. So <laughs> for the award ceremony, that's why I'm I got time. <laughs> so feedback, feedback. Feedback. A whole bunch of it. Golly, there's a whole bunch of it. Yeah. Feedback. Off you go, Josh. I don't know. I think since you were so enthusiastic prior to recording about MonkeyCon, I think you should read this first one. You do? I do. Really? Really. Fine. Fine. I just will. So there. What do you think of that? I think that's great. I think that's wonderful. (laughs) Way to step up to the plate, Nikki. That's me stepping up. I am a stepper upper. That's what I and am. And actually, I am enthusiastic about this because bless his fuzzy heart, he has done so much work about this. So, this is a thread from MonkeyCon 2011 Fact or Fiction from Zerker, or Big Z as we like to call him. I don't want this to be vaporware. Just want to say vaporware. Anyway, um, so it's time to shake the tree again. What would be a good date for the jetpackless in October. I can hear an echo in my headset. I think October 22nd would be good. I think that's what yeah. I think that's what they've last I had oh. checked that was what we had this what Well, we, what, he what, says he goes on. I've heard no grief about the 22nd. Well, we could invent some, you know. So, you know, really push that button. Of I've course, got that weekend free by all accounts. And I've already written down on the calendar. So, of course, some feedback from the MTMJ crew would be good. Hint, hint. Well, That's what we're doing right now. Right now. We're doing it right now. And, and, and I've already gone on the forum and responded to that. He's not a complainer. So. We're doing it right now. What's he not? <laughs> He's not a complainer. No, no, no. We are fulfilling his wish and his desires. Here you go. Oh, Feedbacking I... away. And, yeah, the 22nd sounds great, Big Z. Off you go. After we get a date carved in sand, grin, I am planning to set up the event on the con planner site and move on to the next phase let's do it oh yep. all right there we go i say we make him the official grand poobah coordinator not grand poobah i think the mm-hmm. society of water buffaloes would probably object to that nikki no we know he can have the the big giant grand poobah crown with all the extra drippy bits he cares to add to it because it's virtual, no, i know so it's, it's the grand poobah part that would be and, objectionable oh, i think that's and eric would be barney <laughs> hey, Fred. <laughs> oh, that's really good. I was impressed. That's a little scary. That they have to be impressed, I gotta say. <laughs> so, anyhow, that was Zerker Big Z talking about Monkey Con. Monkey Woo, Con! And he's done huge Monkey amounts of work. My convention. <laughs> Damn that monkey. He's right. We need to get going on that. There's been a lot of folk participating. With it, well, okay. There's been a few folk participating with him in a very helpful way, and uh, so he's coming along, and he's got a bunch of different stuff on that thread. So please find it and add your two cents. So there, right? That's right. Right. And yeah, if you guys, if, those of you who are lurking and not commenting on the forums at mtmjetpack.com, 
do yourselves a favor and get on there and start giving some input as well, because this could affect you as well. If you choose to be a part of MonkeyCon, it'd be spiffy. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be, dare I say, bananas! No, don't say that. Okay, I won't. No, no, not that one. Spiffy, I like spiffy. That's very retro, that is. And Fabu. It might even and will one game be spectacular? Because I personally want to play in something spectacular. I'll work on that. It might even go so far as to be the bee's knees. It's going to be totally bad. (laughs) Oh God! Are you watching Geico commercials again? But will it be rad? (laughs) It'll be (laughs) crucial. Could be. Wow. So, and it does sound like, from the bits that I've read back and forth, flying around back and forth, it sounds like maybe 12-hour extravaganza, though maybe spread over some weird times so that folk in Europe, wouldn't that be groovy, can join in. So we've got some funky time zones going on, but, you know, if it's a Saturday and everybody books it out in their schedule, what the hell? Yeah, it's going to turn out to be about fifteen because the plan, unless it's changed since I last was visiting there, was going to be fifteen hours. Yeah, because it's going to be three four-hour games with about an hour in between, so that people don't have to worry about running long in their games. Oh, gotcha. All right, I'd forgot about the interludes. So either yeah. three four-hour games or four three-hour games. I think it like, should be three hours, but that's because that's what I'm used. To. Yeah. It, <laughs> My- my attention span is like a small child. Ooh, sparkly. Got to go run over here now. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. Well, let's go to next feedback. Well, off you go, sir. <laughs> uh, I can't pronounce this guy's name. Dr. Vesuvius. Dr. Vesuvius. Ah. Vesuvius. A good pulp villain name right. if ever okay. there was one. I'll by read God. this one. <laughs> That's true. Volcano powers. This is from That's episode right. 12 A Shady Business on the Rise Hi there Long time lurker listener First time poster I'm a big fan of MTMJ and the gutter skypes uh, You guys really bring out the fun in gaming What inquiry minds want to know is Are there any more episodes of Funky Frank Left in the archives after this one As a wise man once said We need the funk Gotta have that funk and as Funny luck would have it, that. we yeah, this is preceding the next Funky Frank session. So you may actually have your wish granted in about an hour's time. Look at us <laughs> granting wishes left, right, and center. I know. First we I... grant Zerker's wish, now Doctor Vesuvius's wish. Wow, we're this like is the wish granting feedback show. We're going to change the name of the podcast to Monkeys Took My Genie. You guys should have asked the staff because so. <laughs> too late. we're in a wish-granting mood so you know it can happen things happen and i think somebody should run funky at uh monkey con hint hint josh (laughs) i'm not gonna discount that immediately but i'm not sure now i thought everybody was just playing and not running what someone's gotta run somebody's gotta run if you go look on that forum thread she's right we're all gonna play nikki's running every session there you go. Yeah, that'd be it. Ah, good luck with that. But no, there's already been... Well, well, here's the thing. I'm sorry to step back, but I am a little confused. If it is four three-hour sessions or three four-hour sessions, whatever. But if it's on a multiple platformy thing, there could be a number of games going on at the same time. Yeah? Exactly. Yeah. 
So it's not necessarily just three games. It no. could be or four games. It's, it it's could be six. Multiple. Yeah, it's three game slots. At that time slot. Right. Say from one to four or whatever. There could be depending on what the platform is, there could be multiple games happening in that time slot. Multiple right. virtual tables, yes. Exactly. Wow. See, you weren't confused. You thought you were, but you weren't. Amazing. I know. Wow, that was really incredible. Write that down. I wasn't confused for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, in that case, because there have been a lot of folk on this thread who have been volunteering to run stuff, and I'm like, oh, well, there you go. That fills up all the time slots, but not if you have multiple games at once. Correct. So then all y'all should run at least one game as well as play something or two. Exactly. Well, since people are volunteering to run things, Nikki, what? Please, don't start. I just I just had to throw it in there. I'm not trying to no read. No way, man. I'm the hostess with the mostest. I'll be wandering around with a virtual bowl tray of nibbles and we're, stuff. We're granting <laughs> wishes today, Nikki. That's Grant right. that wish. <laughs> not that one, no. But, but I will provide fabulous drinkies of a virtual nature and canapes. And kilts. Yeah, we'll actually have sound effects of pouring drinks and trenching potato chips just to make it sound more authentic. Stop by the virtual wardrobe room, and I will provide you with an amazing kilt for the day in a virtual sort of way. Wouldn't that be great? Anyway. Okay, who's next on the feedback? I can give it a shot. Episode 17. Episode 17. Yesterday's tomorrow's today. And that's from Grimpen, who says... And I quote, Catching up on the podcast, and I seem to have missed this one before. I'm still impressed at how smoothly Josh adapted to Blind Geek's declaration that someone was holding a gun to his head. All in all, another great episode. I know it was only supposed to be a one-shot, but I can't help but wonder what other stories wait to be told in the dark alleys of Air City. I need to work on Airy City more. I want to do something with it. I'm not sure what... Yeah, that would be... That, I love that game. I just have the one thing that bugs me about it, which is, since we're talking about it, I'll repeat it here, that there's really no guideline other than player and GM story instinct to tell you when it's time to stop. I mean, I don't know well, if you're supposed to just say, okay, are we getting tired of fighting these goons now? Can we move on to something else? I mean, there's no damage, really, so there's no way of knowing when someone is out. Like in Wushu, you have... The threat level, or you have the chi, depending on whether you're fighting mooks or nemeses, and yeah. you can use that to regulate, okay, how much longer are we going to be coming up with ways to make these people's lives a living hell before they're out of the fight? And there's nothing like that, really, in yesterday's tomorrows. Wait, so that was episode seven. I just have to point out, because it was part of that uh, that chain he does mention a really brilliant moment and i wanted to throw that in while you were still talking about it because it really was even i remembered it i'm like that's right that was really great because it was so smooth it was like you guys practiced it because this is also from grimpen it's continuation of that thread right and it says still the moment that just made me think this game sounds awesome is still when tennessee johnson quote felt the cold steel of a gun barrel pointed against the back of his neck unquote and josh said no problem (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love that. That <laughs> like, aspect came out of, of nowhere, game. and Josh just rolled with it, and yeah. off you go. <laughs> I'm, like... I'm a pro. What can I say? 
Is that the Forget one where I stole your spaceship? It is, yes. That was the one. Oh, the I love that game. Flying car and, yeah, yeah, stole the flying car. and like we, It was chaos on a stick. It was. And, yeah. and I think it was, Eric pointed out, our characters didn't know each other because somebody did, had a problem with that, that you know we were working against each other. And he pointed out that we didn't know each other, so what the hell? It was like free-for-all. Yeah, I mean, if we were going to do a more, well, I don't... <laughs> This is not a comment on Josh's setting. It's a comment on our gameplay that day. If we were going to do a more serious game, I think we would probably have made it so that we knew each other, you know, so we would be more inclined to work as a team. At that, the way we ended up running it was just like she said, chaos on, on his dick! Yeah, but sometimes that's the I best game. I think I said it like that. <laughs> no, Jeff Dunham said it like that. You keep that Jeff Dunham out of this podcast. <laughs> But that was, I just wanted to throw that little bit in there because it, it was really great how smooth that was. It was like, this comes out of nowhere, and Josh goes, no problem. And just, you know, <laughs> and we keep going. So, so there See, that's go. half the fun. That's why I don't do a whole lot of adventure prep because that's half the fun of running games for me. And I think, Josh, sounds like you're the same way. It, it's, it's the surprises it you get. It doesn't have to do yep. with being a lazy slug who no. doesn't actually. Actually, for play. once, it doesn't. <laughs> I'll admit, part of it is I don't like having to prep anymore. I'm not going to lie, but that just made me be better at improv. Yeah, see, I tried. I used to think I wasn't very good at improv, and so I tried doing the prep thing, and I just found that my adventures go much more smoothly when I prep a little bit, because you got to have some idea of where things are going. Well, I do. Some people don't, but I like to have at least a main villain statted out or something. But for the most part, yeah, I like to just... Yeah, as long as I know what the NPC's motivations and desires are, I'm usually pretty good pretty much where I go anymore. What's going on, what the NPCs want, and what'll happen if the players don't do anything. And that's pretty much where I go. And even that, for me, is subject to change if the players come up with something really cool. Oh, I go, yeah, oh, that's, hell. Yeah, that nothing's cast in stone until, it's actually, <laughs> right. until it actually enters the game space. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Airy City is something I would like to do more with. I don't know what's going to... It'll show up somewhere. It might just wind up being like a Quag supplement. It might end up being like... Uh, I might do something with it for Badass or uh, Wushu. I don't know. It'll, it'll show up somewhere. I like the setting too much. Cool. Awesome. Speaking of cool, it's your turn to read feedback, Joshy. <laughs> oh, nice one. That was smooth. Exactly. It'd be smooth. Feedback for episode 22, Dinner Dancing and Death. From Grimpen. I'm glad to hear that Jared is a fan of Ska, and if he can get back to our Earth fast, he could head over to Victoria, British Columbia, for the 12th annual Victoria Ska Fest. <laughs> is an epic rock battle being set up? Are the icy seawolves fueled by the power of heavy metal? Maybe. Will Webster <laughs> learn to communicate? Why am I reminded of Charlotte and Charlotte's Web? Well, he has. I don't know. Well, some of those answers have been answered. That's questions right. have been answered. And some are pending. Some are pending. Me, me, me. It's my turn again. My turn again. My turn again. Okay. By the way, thank you, everyone, for your feedback. We've been neglecting that. We do appreciate you sending it. Oh, yeah. Actually, take the time to write. What the hell? Yeah, it's great. So, feedback for episode 23, Seawolves, Stratagem, and Ceremony. Yep. So, this is from Jed Clayton, who is... uh, Oh. Well, here you go. He announces himself. So, from Jed Clayton. Hello, everyone. This is my first message on this forum. I'm an MTMJ listener from Germany. Been listening loyally since episode one. Awesome. Wow, we yes. got a fair number of Europeans. We do. Notice that. That's isn't awesome, it, man. Wilhelm is from Germany, too, or something, isn't he? Or is he from Sweden? No, Wilhelm's, 
Sweden, though. I'm not sure if he's living it, in Sweden or if he's from Sweden living somewhere else. Okay. Yeah. Somewhere with somewhere with Ubots. In the UK. We got Guilt Blade. We got uh, uh, Guilt Blade lately. I'm British. Just, yeah. Yeah. And, and Hi Europe. See Dave. Hi! Hi! You guys are fabulous. You're awesome. And and I'm sure there are people we are not mentioning, but you are no less important to us. We're just sorry we're about just... Greece. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> It'll all come together. It's Danny, not a problem. Danny Zuko sends his regards. <laughs> I think Doctor Vesuvius might actually be in the UK as well. Anyway, I think that that is freaking amazing that people. Twenty first century. Welcome to the internet. We're Absolutely. friends all over. Yep. And if any we... of you guys want us to come and run a game for you, just feel free to send us a ticket. <laughs> Just not Nikki. She won't come. She won't no, do it. I, I or she'll come, it. but she won't run the game. Oh, I'll bet it. But yeah. I will. I will bring dice, and I'll sit around and I'll, I'll ask. An if, if, if someone wants to pay my way to any European country, I will run whatever game they That's want. That's right. It's I will even learn a new game. You. I'll do it all weekend. No problem. <laughs> I have a passport and know how to drive on the left. Of course, so. that would be kind of sad. It's like, hey, how was Germany? It's like, oh, all right. I didn't leave the. Played, <laughs> played Pathfinder all weekend. I don't know. Guess Germany's all right. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great. You'd love the airport. Anyway, back to uh, Jed Clayton, who is in Germany right now, even as we speak. Here's his latest story. He says, I posted a lengthy review and feedback post for the last two Zorcerer of Zoe episodes on the MTMJ website, and I was wondering where all those other great listener messages were to be found, the ones that always get read on the show. Where was Zophor? And and where was Wilhelm Bonds upon a time? It's only now that I found out that MTMJ has a forum. So, but on, the, oh, on the website. He put it on the website. Yes. Yeah. Well, weren't we reading those? That's pretty good about putting comments from the website. On the, yeah. uh, I, I think for a while there, we were totally missing it. And, and I, 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 I keep forgetting to check it, I'll admit. Continuing on. And I left off with... Ah, oh, there we go. He found that MTMJ has a forum. This seems to be the very place to be for us who are following the show with a passion. Wow, that's great. My message from earlier today probably should have gone here rather than on the podcast site, but it's not entirely misplaced there either. I just didn't want to repeat my whole feedback thing here. Rest assured, I love the show. I'm a big ZOZ fan, thanks to your podcast. I will check this forum on a regular basis now, starting today. Yay, another forum user. God love him. And he has, too, and he's yep. been pitching in with the whole monkey con woo-woo, so there and, you go. And if any Good of you honor. listeners want to join Jed Clayton, by God, come to visit us Germany. on the forums. I mean, no. no that's- <laughs> <laughs> come to visit us on the forums, which you can find at mtmjetpack.com. mtmjetpack.com. mtmjetpack.com, yeah. Come on, Nikki. mtmjetpack.com. Way to go. There you go. Thank you. Okay, I got the next one from the uh, Trilobite. I wanted to throw in my two cents here and say that I don't think Jarhead, I mean Jared, (laughs) doesn't like him at all. Either. It's just that some characters are determined not to like him. Yeah. I think it's great. He's the kind of dude I'd hang out with, though I might try to offer him a little guidance. Hmm. (laughs) What's this? Some I don't know if that's really saying something bad about Jarhead or something. Uh, so, so, something something bad about, about 
some characters. Some characters could some. stand to offer Jared a little guidance is what it sounds like he's saying. I do, but every time you get into trouble. Because <laughs> he's a twit. <laughs> oh, gee, what character could we be thinking of who doesn't like Jarhead? With with <laughs> a comment a like that. boy. You know, what's to like? He's quit. <laughs> She's... Zephyr's nearly 15. She doesn't go for the stinky boy thing anymore, does she? 15 really? and fours. 14 and well, three quarters. Whatever. 14 and three quarters. Yeah. She's a late bloomer? Is that what you're saying? Nah. Probably not. <laughs> Once you go bare, you don't go back. Oh, oh God. Oh! Oh! Wow. Oh. <laughs> it was I there. Have, I had to say it. Those scrub my imagination now. I'll be back. <laughs> wow. You might want to edit that out. Uh, I might not. <laughs> no. I'll keep it in. I don't care. My email address is blindgeek at blindcourt. <laughs> Well, somebody had to say it because if Pat were here, he would have said it. I know. I'll say I miss Pat so much. <laughs> Channeling your inner Pat. That's right. My inner Pat. <laughs> A thought from Pat. <laughs> Once you go bare, you never go back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love him. Uh, anyway. So continuing new, on. A whole new take on the Zephyr Thomas relationship I really oh, didn't need. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, God. No. And now I can't unthink it. Thank you. <laughs> kind of cuteness finally. Maybe the next feedback will work for you. Stuffing sort of way. From Grimpen. Great to hear the further adventures of the jetpackless in the land of Zoe. Thanks to the Badger King, they are now even Knights of the Realm. As an aside, I think Zephyr might be her royal highness, Dame Zephyr, but I may stand correct. <laughs> Although those pesky seawolves escaped HRH Zephyr, I'm sure they'll not escape for long. Huh, well, I, I knew that Dame is the proper term for a female knight, but I didn't think about it. And well, if everybody really, uh, else gets to be a knight, she yeah, they're sexually king. egalitarian in the Badger Kingdom. Yeah, I'm a knight, damn it! I'm gonna be a, a knight, knight like everybody else. Right, but you're also a princess, so that's where the her royal highness part would come. We in, haven't had to call her Sir Zephyr yet, which would have gotten complex, and would have been like, oh, probably Dame then. Yeah. Oh, but no, that'd be really great. I can be Sir Zephyr. All right, Sir, Sir Zephyr, fine. No problem. Yeah, I want to be like everybody else, except when I'm not like everybody else. <laughs> A woman for you. Yeah. And here's some feedback for episode 24, Come Sail Away, from Trooper Which, 94. I have to say, had I thought of it, and I didn't until I was titling that episode, that's the song I could totally see Jared humming to himself on the boat the entire time. It's going to get thrown overboard really quick. Yeah, I know, but it doesn't have the stigma in Zoe that it has here. And I have to say, having not heard it for quite a while, it's a great song. No, it's not. It really is. And I like sticks. I don't like Come Sail Away. That's because you've probably heard it 12 bazillion times. That is true. I have heard it 12 bazillion times. I'd have gone for Wooden Ships by Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Haven't heard it. You haven't heard that one? Uh Uh-huh. But uh, Come Sail Away has an awesome hook. That's you got You got to admit, it's catchy. It's a good song. Yeah. Ooh, crystal ship's supposed to be. Not as good as Renegade, but that's okay. I like Grand uh, Illusion. That's a good Grand Illusion is very good. Oh, Sticks in general is pretty badass. Wasn't there something uh, about Sticks Queen's is, space? Even Mr. Roboto walked. Sticks really isn't good, but it's one. It's <laughs> we listen to it anyway. I, I 
can't. Okay, I, let's I, do the feedback. I disagree with you there, sir. But that's I okay. do too. Yep. All right. So before we get derailed. So yeah. So shut up, y'all, because this is from Trooper ninety four. That's a great Iron Maiden song right there, Trooper. Sorry. Anyway, go back. We seem to be stuck in a groove. Oh God, let's not. No, just. <laughs> but we, we will keep going. Let's keep this on just... the record, please. Okay, we're not. No. Lift no. the needle before we get unstuck. No. <laughs> Somebody mute him. Quick. Just oh, mute him. No, right read now. it. Read it. Just, <laughs> just got through the intro and a big hearty round of applause from Thunderstep. <laughs> Poor Thunderstep. There we go. Phew. All right. Uh, so, no. It's seriously, just got through the intro and a big hearty round of applause for Thunderstep. That was just awesome. Omega just cracked me up. What do you think, Nikki? <laughs> Well, I answered that, actually. Well, on to the rest of the episode. You guys rule seriously with toast. Well, thank you. you I like toast. 94, thank you for writing in. Yeah, that was a Thundersteps. Um, that was brilliant. Omega cracked me up. <laughs> Audio fan mail, and it's awesome. And if anybody else wants to send us any, please, we'd love to hear it. So uh, Send it. Send it. Send it. it. And, yes. and uh, you Thunderstep, know you if you have go. other adventures of Dr. Mainspring and Omega... We would love to hey. check those out, too, because those are cool I've, characters. I've been following Thundersteps' blog for a while now because he had some Quag stuff on it. He's got some really creative game stuff on there. Hmm. There have been a pile of creative, amazing audio things that folk yeah. have sent over the last many months. and It really blows me away, absolutely blows me away, the stuff that folk come up with. It's great. Yeah. Copycat so, yeah. 042, we're looking at you, and Thunderstep now, and... Trilobitty. Trilobites. And wait, there was, um, um, oh, sorry, just so many names, and it's all just dropped out of my head. But no, there's been wonderful, I don't want to forget anybody. So uh, we should put an episode together of just those. Oh. That would be interesting, actually. We could You're do, all oh, in then, one uh, place. And then Ketamono did the low spider. Let's not oh, forget yeah. that. And then, uh, I have saved them all, so that is entirely possible. But... To put it on, or at least, at the very least, can we track them all down and put them on one thread in the forum so that you could hear it in all its gloriousness without having to search it out pieces and parts? Uh, yeah. The episode would probably be... Well, actually, if somebody else wants to do the work, I don't care who does it. Uh, <laughs> is, is that a- hey, I'm going to read the next feedback. Hey, <laughs> Please do. From Gamecaster. Hey, hey Gamecaster. Gamecaster. Good to hear from you. Waving what, at you. Wave. What a rip-roaring episode this was. Wish I could pick up more of these games, but I cannot. Hmm. However, I'm very much love listening to your APs. Well, thank you. APs? What's AP? Uh, actual, actual play. play. Oh, okay, gotcha. They are so, all down with the slang. I know, you know my eight-year-old just taught, taught me what LOL means. Seriously? AP also means armor-piercing okay, in a different context, and you being a Tom Clancy novel reader should know that, sir. Also stands for advanced placement. Oh, yeah, true. I took APs in high school. Me too. I'm just sad that Gamecaster can't pick up more of these games. All right, then. Continuing on. Yes. Oh, me, me. Because I get to say, from Wilhelm Vance upon a time. <laughs> okay, I can just stop with that because I just love that part. <laughs> no, no. So here we go. It says, from Wilhelm. Um, is it just me? Or is Blind Geek channeling Captain Ron, Captain Ron, for Jared now? Captain Ron? Captain Ron is a movie Kurt starring Russell movie. Chris Elliott and Kurt Russell. No, it's yeah, not I knew it's Kurt Russell. Is it Chris Elliott? Chris Elliott's in Cabin Boy. That's right. My bad. I don't know who yeah. else is in. 
Well, okay, you got the reference. That would have been a wacky movie. (laughs) I'm a twit who doesn't get it. Yeah, it's funny. I love Kurt Russell, but I'm not familiar as much with Captain Ron, so I don't get the reference completely, but I know... I've never actually seen Captain I don't think Ron I've either. seen this either. Now we'll all have to go out and watch it. We'll have movie night. Oh, Skype movie oh, night. Oh, so cool. That would be Maybe that could be part of Monkey Kong. We could have monkey, Monkeys Took My Jetpack DVD commentaries. <laughs> Everyone go to Netflix right now. Okay, and start. <laughs> go! Okay. So, that'd be kind of fun, actually. Yeah. Netflix and Skype, though, would just drain everyone's research. Yeah. <laughs> well, only if you're using the stupid streaming. If you actually got an honest-to-God disc, it wouldn't matter. Did another podcast try to do that? Geek Radio Daily has, and I um, think Fear the Boot uh, did one as well. Fear the Boot yeah. done some uh, MST3K stuff. They did the Dragonlance uh, movie. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it's the only way to watch that movie, too, because it was awful. See, I, I am lucky. I don't have to see the visuals because the soundtrack is pretty good. Which movie was this? I think the visuals weren't that bad. The Dragonlance movie. Oh. So they were pretty good. But just think of how entertaining it would be. Captain Ron, not on Netflix. We need to do Crawl. Everybody has to watch. I love Crawl. I won't say a bad thing about Crawl. (laughs) Anyway, back to the soundtrack. I've heard the soundtrack, and it's very much like Star Trek II. Which is not a bad thing, because the music from Star Trek II is among the greatest Star Trek music written. Really? Yes. That's not on... Netflix streaming, yay me. So, well, all right. Woo-hoo. Anyway, continuing on with uh, Captain Flying. Ryan. Feedback, Flying. feedback. Keep feedback. reading, Mickey. From Wilhelm, once upon a time, is it just me or is Blind Geek channeling Captain Ron for Jared now? I fully expect to hear, learn that in rehab, and dry rot, boss. Every ship has that at least once next issue. Love the typewriter plus rip sound for Webster, by the by. Got a little old toward the end, maybe, but good fun nonetheless. Love the cannon bit, too. Imagined a little string mechanism thing shoots corks. Recalled the scene where Aubrey has the cannon fixed to the flimsy railing on that ship of his. <laughs> no, no, no. And that's from the Patrick O'Brien books. No, no, no. I think. That's the Aubrey I know. Anyway. Yeah, that's what I would guess. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what he's talking about. I agree with him about the ribbon sound. I'm not going to do away with it completely, but I'm thinking maybe I'll... Don't need to use it quite so much. Well... I didn't have a problem with it for what it's worth. I, I haven't just, listened to it yet. I might just speed it up and have one sound. Just go... Instead of... What I was doing was, depending on how long what he was saying was, I would have a uh, ribbon sound. Yeah, it would either... Like, if he was just saying yes, it would be... If it was like, we're going to have to go here and check this out, it would be... So, uh, so I might you just... put way too much thought and work into some of these things. I just want to say <laughs> he's scary, isn't he? It's probably more than it warrants. Oh, and I there's the echo is. again, just in time for he's scary. That was really cool. You have an echo button, don't you? I never hear this echo thing. Really? Is it just me? No, it's not just you. Oh damn! I hear it as well. So you are controlling everything. You are the puppet master, really. Who? Aren't you? You. No. I hear the echo. I don't know what causes the echo. You're controlling the echo button. I mean, I don't have an echo button. <laughs> the sideboard button. You control the mute button. And Luckily, I certainly don't control the sideboard the button. Time. <laughs> <sighs> Moving okay. on. Moving on. Next. Oh, thank it's you. XO4. But thank you, Wilhelm. Thank, thank you, Wilhelm, very much and everyone else again. that we haven't thanked right. yet. Thank you for the feedback. <laughs> we got a lot of feedback left. Yeah, I know. Wow. This might take up a three-hour session. <laughs> Go on. 
Okay, I'll read the one from XO4. So far. Blind Geek, let me be the first to compliment you on your promo progression. That's not me. That's XO4. Um, I thought it was very clever the way you went for Porcelain Llama Theater by the Trilobite to Solid Symbols featuring a Trilobite to the Gutter Skies by Anim5 founder and CCT of Solid Symbols. Very smoothly done. Thank you. Thank you. Blind Geek, I like the teletype paper rip. It fell into a natural part of speech similar to a dialect. I, for one, would have noticed and been pulled out of the story had you stopped partway through. I appreciate your diligence. Thank you. And yes, that's why I didn't stop because I thought I would be as well. And that's how I gauge this stuff is would I be affected if it wasn't. So, Pat, wow. It's amazing how more involved Webster seems now that he can talk. He was always there and a vibrant part of the group, but taking part in the arguments, banter, and group affirmation is very cool bonus. Yeah, you can't shut him up, really, for a silent <laughs> spider. Yeah. But he saved our butts a numerous times. So he has. Argue with I think that. he's the smartest member of the party. <laughs> yes. Flying Geek, could you please plug your ears for the next paragraph, please? <laughs> Are they plugged? Okay, there. Can he hear us? Uh, what? Can't hear you. He's in the he's in the cone of silence, right? Okay, go ahead. You're safe. Josh, 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 Josh. I love the puns flying in the chicken rat segment. It was akin to reading a Spider Robinson short story. I chuckled out loud and enjoyed it merrily. I expect to see both Zephyr and Thomas on an upcoming episode of Hoarders <laughs> of Zoe. How can you hoard if you eat it all? <laughs> Zephyr's not a hoarder. Wait, I could see you being a hoarder, but how do I hoard things? I eat it all. (laughs) Wow, a little of this, a little of that, two or three of those. It was fun watching the whole give them an inch and they'll take a mile in action. Just coming up with one more thing, very well played. Huh. I think that was really good. Zephyr's a hoarder. I just wanted to make sure everybody had enough armaments. <laughs> and and I'm never using my magic again because, wow, I'm really crap. <laughs> yeah, you might want to get some training points. I don't know. The last spell you did worked out well. Of course, the one before that didn't. And if Not you had so gotten much. that one well, we wouldn't have needed the other one you did. So maybe you're right. Okay, who's reading next? <laughs> well, thanks for straightening that up for so, me. So, yeah, I got you back. From Josh Koakai. I adored the chickens so much, so I simply had to go online and see what I could rustle up for a form avatar. The leader of the group was found lurking in a French demotivational poster online. <laughs> Link the poster in the forum. And go look, because it's really, really It, it is charming. a chicken with a beret and a iPad, I believe. Absolutely adorable. And I think he's holding a bottle of wine, or is it a crusty loaf of bread? I don't know. You I can will go look. Decide for yourself like, at mtmjetpack.com. Oh yes, well you can go look for yourself, but now I have to confirm because it's utterly adorable. Right. But while that's coming up, whose turn is it? Is it my turn? It, it is. My... It can Again? be. Ooh, me, me, me. Well, I don't want to step on anyone's toes. I'm All right, too late. To catch this up is to from Wordworm. <laughs> stomp, stomp. Stop stepping on my toes. This is from Wordworm. Alert, new poster alert. Sirens. Whoop, 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 whoop. So, yeah, so there's a new poster. And Wordworm says, indeed, the chickens were 
Well, probably a little too funny. Thomas scooping them all up like they were free food. Oh, wait, they were. And Josh throwing in puns like they're going out of style. Priceless. I should go seek medical attention. Anywho, hats off to Josh yet again for his sterling performance as Kevin. In my not-so-humble opinion, he's becoming a very interesting character nowadays. I also like what Pat decided on for Webster. Now the poor guy actually gets to say things. And the question of whether or not a spider could speak English or its Zoe equivalent with their freaky little mouths can remain a dead one. <laughs> Blind geek, take heart. Jarhead, um, Jared is now guaranteed to not be the most uh, handicapped member of the party. Here, here. Kevin will drive you insane. Way to go for not bending to the will of the rest of the party. Let that character shine. I, I'm not sure. I, I think it's a good competition between Jarhead and Kevin. <laughs> I like how Kevin is like, nee, nee, Adam. It's oh, I don't fun. know. I saved, uh, Jarhead <laughs> saved uh, the captain. What did Kevin do? He went, eh, eh, eh. Yeah, pretty much. That's all Kevin did. That's all Kevin does. I don't know. He rallied his troops. Is Jarhead actually he did jealous not. Kevin? He did not. I think, I think you're jealous, yeah. I think he's a little envious of Kevin is what I You're think. just a knight. Kevin's a prince. He's got Kevin envy. <laughs> I, I certainly, I can tell you with assurance, Jared does not have Kevin envy. <laughs> Methinks he doth protest too much. Well, I know I'm hardly, I'm hardly worth protesting at all. <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up. This is the most important part of oh, the... Oh, God. Oh, feedback. God, here and we go. now for the obligatory praise to Nikki. So <laughs> obligatory she will being the operative word. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Obligatory was the op- being the operative word it there. Is, just so I don't... Apparently, people are afraid I will edit their post if they're not nice about me. <laughs> which is so not true. Mostly. Nikki, you were wonderful. <clears throat> That's it? Just just the one superlative? Really? You were wonderful, and you took just the right amount of stuff from the armory. Thank you, Wordworm. I thought so, too. Don't let any of them tell you different later on, or when the bluebell starts to sink. <laughs> there you go. Happy now? Shut up. <laughs> no, he didn't shut up. I said shut up. So, um, so, so that is from Wordworm. Uh, our, Welcome our... aboard, Wordworm, and thank yeah. you for the feedback. Thank you. <laughs> Glad you liked all the bits. That was very silly. Obligatory praise, my bum. Anyway, so <laughs> next up, <laughs> next. Who wants to go next? Uh, From DG. Oh, got it. That's Big DG. From the big. From capital D, capital G. <laughs> I don't know what came over Josh with the chicken buns. I don't either. But to quote the man himself, referring to a blind geek pun outbreak, if I could mail a punch to him, I would. That's an old line, but yeah. He's been listening for a while. Yep. Now, blind geek's going to feel he has to compete and we'll all get punished. Damn, now I'm doing it, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's I don't to have to in. compete. I choose to compete. And I do it yeah. very well. And I might point out, Josh also was the one who started the bear puns in the following Yeah, issue. I know. I really honestly don't know what the hell's come over me. <laughs> but it was great fun, wasn't it? Sleep and deprivation could have something to do with it. It could be. I haven't slept well in like two months. <laughs> anyway, from Big Z. <laughs> Big Z! Zerker. Can I give the editor and GM a hero point as they somehow include a Gilligan's Island theme in the next episode? Oh. Really, no, no. <laughs> we're not doing that. No. 
<laughs> Thank you, but no, we're not going to do that. And I have to throw in here right now, I went and I looked at Kokai's avatar, and the chicken is indeed wearing a beret carrying a wine bottle. My kind of chicken. So anyway, no Gilligan's Island, just take that back, Big Z. Let's go Gilligan's Island. This one's mine. This is mine because it's from Big C! Spelled Big, Big C! Big C! It will explain. And he says... I understand. I've read I, the post. I know. It's very fun. I am alive! <laughs> Thank you, Nikki. You, yes, you have supplied the missing ingredient. Yes, I know. It's what I do. A name! <laughs> no longer will I go by C. Starat or C. Starat or, uh, how do you pronounce that? Do you know how it spoils a villainous entrance when your arch enemies cannot pronounce your name? <laughs> but you, in the feedback, you named me Big C. And so from now on, my forum name shall be. Big Z. No, it's Big C. <laughs> big Z. <laughs> big Z. But the Big C. And the world shall tremble. C. Starat. Starat. Star, how do you pronounce that? Is dead. Long live Big Z. <laughs> Many exclamation points. On another subject. Wow. Your Zoe adventures are getting better and better. Between Blend Geek's increasing cinematic use of music and everyone's excellent role-playing, there are times I forget this is a game and not a radio drama. Yay, Seriously, my work is done here. <laughs> game, Sorry. radio, drama? You be the judge. I have been especially surprised in these latest Zoe sessions to see the soft heart buried underneath all of Thomas Quinn's fur. No along way. With and lumps of fish bits. All of the characters are getting more complex and interesting by the issue. Huzzah! All right, enough gushing. I'm taking that soft heart away next episode. <laughs> well, he's got to get back to his lair. Got to get back to my lair. Toodles. Yep. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> <I> big C! <laughs> Villainous wonder that you are. <laughs> big, big Z? Big Z? Why don't I suggest you check out SaveTheVillain.com while you're skulking about the internet? Run, you might... not skulk. Run. Yes. 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 Off so. you go. Yes. Oh my god, we're almost done with feedback. Holy dun, crap. Dun, 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 <laughs> a lot of feedback. We still got some more. Dun, no. Next up, yes. Yes. I think it's Josh's turn. Fine. <laughs> from the comments for episode 24 at com from Koakai, whom I had read earlier. The idea of Webster being a ticker tape machine had me grinning. Now, I must plot evil plans to infiltrate the crew of the jetpack list as I have a true desire. I have no greater wish than to play that master plotter of a chicken. <laughs> ah, the plot with badly misquoted French liberation sayings as we seek to liberate my brethren from the evils of the chicken-eating populace. That master felon Thomas the grumpy old talking dick. <laughs> Would not be the first time a joke had totally run away from me and took my life. Um, but you have to admit that would really, really, really be funny. That would be funny. I'm not saying it's not. <laughs> and you know, wishes do come true sometimes. That's all I'm saying. I don't even have a name for that chicken at all. Name that chicken. Our latest well, content. We are assuming he's still around. He may. He could have been eaten by now. He could have gotten washed overboard during the storm. But or he escaped. Maybe he swam away to fight another day. Can chickens chicken. swim? Yes. Well, I guess they have their base 2D6 rating to swim, just like Jared, who's a surfer. Anyway. All right, Mr. Bitter. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, next up. Thank you very uh, um, much. I'll take this one. Okay, thank you very much. All right, thanks. Trevor says, love the episode, and he's still referring to episode 24. I have to say it yet again, I enjoyed the ticker tape Webster, but have to agree that it did get rather old rather fast. Hmm. The original Charlotte Webb's Webster was good for me, but lacked any good sounds for it. Why not use the digital tones that you get from phones? This is a lot of options open that should help with people getting tired of it. And it would allow um, for Webster to have fun with profanity. Hmm. That's kind of an idea. Kind of. God, he said that first thing I thought was of the old modem noises. I'm like, that's a terrible idea. Beep, 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 an interesting idea, but yeah, it would be kind of hard to shift gears now, wouldn't it? I'm happy well, with the ticker tape stuff. Well, I was commenting I'm, on your ringtone idea, not the touchtone thing. The touchtone thing, I just don't want to do because it would be more work for me, and I'm lazy yeah. that way. So I'm fine with the ticker tape, and I'm glad Pat gets to talk finally. Yeah, it's yep. working out well. Okay, episode right. 25 feedback. Tooth or consequences? <laughs> That's a really wretched title. <laughs> Which uh, episode is this? I don't know. Given the context of the cliffhanger, I find it quite apropos. It is, but it's horrible all at the same time. <laughs> oh, Eric. Tooth or Okay. From Big Z, Zerker. Terrifyingly good episode. Masterly pressed all my Let's Creep Todd out buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Which episode yeah. was this? Was I there? This, yeah, you were, you yeah, were there. You were sleeping. Was... You and me were sleeping. No, he, so he you woke, woke up, up at the end. He woke up towards the end, but I didn't. Yeah. Okay. So. I'm not convinced he's the real tooth fairy. <laughs> and then continuing on with the same episode from Gamecaster. Hi, Gamecaster again. Also, Trevor. Tried to sneak that past us up there in the other one, didn't you? Yes, you did. But anyway, and this time, Gamecaster says, enjoyed the entire episode except for that two to three minute silence at about the 35 37 mark. Yeah, yeah that was, that was, wasn't <coughs> Sorry it? About that. It was only 40 seconds, thank you. Editor error. <coughs> yeah, it well, was. We're not well, let's get our timers out. I take full responsibility. I did. I take full responsibility. <laughs> Somehow I knew you did. One Mississippi, yeah. two Mississippi, three Mississippi. Anyway, however, it was a good episode after all. And was it short? I couldn't tell with the full length being an hour and 30 minutes long. Hmm. Yeah, a couple things there. First of all, I made a big deal, huge deal, about how, oh, it's a short episode. But once I put it together, because I've been doing the episodes in sections now instead of editing them as one big file because it tends to get unwieldy. And once I put all the sections together, I went, oh, I'll be damned, it's an hour and a half. But I'd already <laughs> said all these things about how it's a shorter episode. And it's still our shortest episode by about 60 seconds, give or take. Whoa, yeah. 60 seconds, wow. Exactly. So, you know. And the, the silence thing happened because I forgot that GarageBand, when you, the way I do this, I edit each section and I export it as a file. And then when I'm ready to put the podcast together, I just open up a new GarageBand thing and put all the files together. Well, GarageBand, bless their little heart, 
for some reason, puts a little tail of silence on the end of a file. And that's great if you know it's there and you can compensate and just move the next file back a bit. And I forgot to do that. So, yeah, after the promos, there's this huge silence of about 40 Editor seconds. error is what you're yep. saying. So, yeah. But if the you download the episode up. now, it is fixed. <laughs> so, I, I am not without my integrity. If you download it now, you will Keep not it in have a box. that problem. You always know where it is, damn it. That's right. So, it's a collector's item. You can put that sucker on eBay and it'll be worth lots of money. That's right. Brady Ho. Well done. And he'll sign it for you. <laughs> you will. You can flog it on eBay for twice as much. <laughs> twice as much as you originally paid for it. Yep. Now, who's next reading? I guess you are since you I asked just the read. I just okay, read. Okay, fine. From the Trilobites. <laughs> TB! Yeah. And allow me to elaborate. Awesome. Everyone had their groove on, and the pacing, action, musical elements, and player interaction came together with astounding seamlessness. As mindless self-indulgence said, this is how it should be done. <laughs> also, I have to say that Truthberry was totally crescent fresh. Ah, yes, he has watched the finale. <laughs> so there you go. Crescent well, Fresh is from the Stefanali show. I see. You have to do the next one, Nikki. Because it's from Big C or Big Z, but we like to say Big C. <laughs> okay, the problem is if, you, if Chris is saying Big Z for Zerker, and then this is Big, C, we we can't do both because yeah. it's too hard to tell which one is which. That's why I say Big Z Zerker. Okay, fair enough. See, I clarify that for you. I understand. Okay, I didn't know if that was just a coincidence or if you were doing that intentionally, and it turns out you're doing it intentionally. So cool. All right, moving on. <laughs> moving on now. To the east side. But he, he doesn't have, you know, actually, he could be Big C with the mwahahaha laugh, and then we would know for sure because, you know, evil entrance and everything. But in this case, he says, You are truly a great GM, Josh. Yes, Take he is. Thank you. Go on. You taken a bow? He took a bow. You played the Tooth Fairy so fantastically that it really doesn't matter where it came from before. It's yours now. The whirlwind of baby teeth made quite an image in my mind's eye. Yeah, that You know, that whole thing just creeped me out. It was wonderful <laughs> and horrible at the same time. I also enjoyed... For. <laughs> I also enjoyed the pun fest, starting with fair puns, then devolving into poo puns. Grown worthy for sure, but fun all the same. Another fantastic episode all and a fantabulous soundtrack, Blind Geek. I've learned a lot about great role-playing from all of you and about great GMing from Josh. I can't wait until Zoe returns. Thank you. Well, well that was jolly nice for an evil villain, yeah. wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. And continuing on with evil villains who write jolly nice things, who's next? Computer King. Ta-da! super villain of podcasting. Save great episode. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, th- that's okay. Things to learn from it are always keep Thomas the bear well fed or he'll be distracted by fish. True. <laughs> Princess Zephyr should avoid using her magic. It's dangerous. True. Damn straight. <laughs> Jarhead should never sleep. True. Yeah, not anymore. And Webster is a crack shot with arrows. True. <laughs> and most importantly, keep the tooth fairy the hell away from my teeth. <laughs> Great job, guys, despite the internal hemorrhaging from exposure to an overdose of bear puns. <laughs> well, glad you enjoyed it. Yes, and we've been 
enjoying your episodes too, sir. So keep them coming. That would be the Into the Dark podcast linked, I'm sure, in the show notes. This is from Exploding Brain, who is new to the forums. Good for him. Hey, Exploding Brain! Hijapactless ones, after a few months of listening and catching up on the back catalog starting at issue 10, I finally wandered into the forums with the intention of shooting off my big mouth. First, loved issue 25, lots of fun, felt nice and tightly edited, great pacing, lots of action, suspense, and perfect amount of silliness. Second, and I do hate bringing it up, but is it possible that you guys have a little bit of a penumbra problem? Blind no. Geek seemed imperturbable <laughs> when Josh said that Surfer didn't cover swimming, but the version of Jared, who lives in my head, just shouted, Oh, come on! He knows my character very well, so I'll have to say. At least that's half a chance. <laughs> uh, you got to read that again because sorry. it's not often you get to say schlub. <laughs> Perhaps Jared's penumbras could be more liberally interpreted so that the poor schlub has at least half a chance. <laughs> Maybe. Probably not. <laughs> nah. It was a stretch. I agree. That Meanwhile, it seems really that Webster can do it. almost anything with fast and speed spinning. That is perhaps true, and I might need to actually tighten up on that one. I will admit. Maybe it's just that Pat had hot dice that night, which he did, but Webster seems unstoppable, doing no worse than trying tying the NPC with equally hot dice. That NPC had incredibly hot dice. Mm. Uh, one last bit of rules quibbling, and then I'll hush up. I may be misunderstanding the PDQ rules, but it seems like folks aren't getting the learning points when they fail roles, especially Blind Geek and especially in combat. Blind Geek had pointed out correctly that, yeah, you only get learning points when you fail a challenge, when it's not against another character. That's when you get learning. You don't get learning points for uh, conflicts between one or more character or when both parties are rolling dice. So combat, for instance, would be a big example. Most of my players will spend a lot of hero points to not fail contests. And they don't get learning points. Jarhead <laughs> <laughs> spends them and then He says in a really smug felt. way. I do not. Or being a GM, thank you. <laughs> um, anyway, continuing on. Finally, the bear puns and A.A. Millie puns were wonderfully awful. Keep up the great work. Oh, Jetpackless Ones, and thanks for at least 16 awesome issues. I probably need to listen to the first nine at some point as well. Yes, you do. Oh, and Blind Geek arguing with himself in a sign-off was awesome. Yes, it was. Thank you. It reminded me of another RPG podcast, The Great Debate, which you guys might get a kick out of. And I know I've checked that out at one point, The Great Debate. I've heard and there's it. A link. I, haven't, uh, I, haven't, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Well, but I'll thank go there you now. so much for all of that. Yeah, thanks for... And, uh, thank you. Well, wow, that was a mouthful. People, several new people. Yeah, that we, was way groovy. We love so new users. I we okay. I'm. I'll be right. We, whether we game or not, I have to take a quick bio break. So thank you all for the feedback. I'll be back momentarily. If you want to check out something really cool, you need to tune in to the TriTech podcast. What's that you say, TriTech? What's a TriTech? TriTech is one of the oldest role-playing companies around. They make games like Fringeworth Euro 13, FTL 2440, Incursion, Hardwired Hinterland, Weird Zone, H20 Bimbos with Blasters. Designed for D20 and Savage Worlds, these games will kick your dice into overdrive. Whether you want to combat the denizens of the underworld, travel the galaxy, get crazy with Bimbos, or travel the multiverse and do it all, TriTech has you covered. 
go to TriTacGamers.com to see what it's all about. That's T-R-I-T-A-C-Gamers.com. And check out our weekly podcast at TriTacSystems.Podbean.com. Or simply enter keyword TriTac in iTunes. You're going to love it. Has anyone and, seen uh, any sky sharks in our travels thus far? Don't go blaming the sky sharks. Hard working creatures. Only doing what nature intended. That's so well and, and good, but I would much rather nature didn't do it to me. <laughs> yeah. And he's suddenly cut off as all the doors in the windows of the lab explode as flames shoot out with shattered glass and debris raining down upon you and uh I'm sorry, yes. Mr. Angus, could you repeat that? Did you say <laughs> You're so lucky you have a crown or monkey face. Really, what choices? <laughs> oh bugger. <laughs> okay, I'll just say it. Mm. The uh freeloading little weasel. <laughs> Don't make me spit my coffee. <laughs> the gutter skites. Hi, this is Matt from the Brunch with the Brits podcast. Now, normally, you hear me advertising the best the BBC has to play. But this time I'd like to talk to you about something different. Do you like old radio? Not just the big band music of 50 and 60 years ago, but the drama, the comedy, and variety that old-time radio stood for and represented? Well, if you do, then why not join my friends and I weekly at the Radio Out of the Past podcast? Radio Out of the Past is a group of old-time radio enthusiasts who love nothing more than to get together, discuss the subject, and best of all, share their collections and play their shows. You can find us in iTunes right now, so why not make a date and join Radio Out of the Past today? We'll see you soon. Hello. Hello. Hello, I'm late. Sorry. And there's Chris just in time. I was Hello. Talking. Hello. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't hurrah. Uh, I just recently introduced my son to the three stooges. He loved them. As well he should. <laughs> it's because he's a guy. I think it's totally a genetic thing. I don't know. What about Monty Python? I have not introduced him to that yet. They might be Three Stooges fans. <laughs> he needs to be knows. 10 for that. <laughs> I'm trying to think what age I was because I started watching that. Back on the PBS station in Chicago, Sunday nights used to have Monty Python's Flying Circus, then another another British sketch comedy show, which I could never remember the name of. Another one. Another one. And then it would be Doctor Who, and my mother would let me stay up entirely too late for a 8- to 10-year-old. 
and letting me watch Monty Python on top of other things, and then watching a show that started at 11 o'clock on a school night. I remember watching Monty Python when I was about eight. I remember watching the sketch where Graham Chapman comes in with the trash bag and says he's got his mum in the bag. And he, I don't remember that one. You don't remember that one? Uh, cannibalism. Oh. It's cannibalism. Michael Palin oh, tried to convince him to eat her. Yeah, that was quite the thing. I remember the one that they rolled the guy out on the tray in the restaurant. Oh, see, I don't remember that one. I don't know. I don't remember either one, so we're good. Oh, really? The I'm one I'm thinking of. Look, I, I, can, I can act it out for you. Wait, let me go get my book of so all the could. words. I can do the entire sketch. The one I'm thinking of wasn't one of their big popular sketches. It's not one that gets quoted a lot. Is it from one of the later episodes? I honestly could not tell you. Because you were eight, and you don't remember. I want to think it's one of the earlier ones, actually, because I have a copy of the first All the Words book, and I think it's in there. Mm. I could be totally mistaken, though. Nikki, why do you have Mr. Whipple as your uh, icon? You'll find out. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. All right. And <laughs> stop touching that Charmin. So, so I, guess, gotta, I guess we know which way you've decided to go with the... Yeah. The, 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 oh, are you playing the uh, Advertitans game? Yeah, I want to vamp for at least a little bit first, though, because right now, to be honest, I am so not in a comedic mood. It's fine. I understand. I had a crappy afternoon. So I've had a bad <laughs> year. Bad day yeah. here too. What's going on? Wow. Today? We all need to bugger off and go and you know have a drink <laughs> and not <laughs> play. Yeah. And we'll talk to you all another time. You're bringing me down. How are you doing, Chris? Maybe we should just go. I off. am having a smurferific day. <laughs> Ooh, smurfer- okay, that alone. Well, they might chase you with fun. hammers. I would be. Yeah, saying. I was just. Pat's, I was Pat's got grumpy gummy up there on his. Oh, oh God. <laughs> You all can go to hell. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, a lot of love in the room tonight. Turn that frown upside down. Let me find Shirley Temple. Well, if I'm you guys want Shirley some, Temple. If you want some affirmation, on your guys' suggestion, I actually read the second Dresden Files book. I did say third. I did well, say I, third. I, I can't read the third one without the second one. That's just how it is. Yeah, that's the yeah. one, too. I, oh, I read I the second, second one, too. I just listened Please, to it through audio. Can't. Just start I read... <laughs> Well, I read the second one. I'm already, I finished it in like three days, and it is better than the first. Well, I've heard through a lot of places that, yeah, the third one is where it kind of takes off. <laughs> not just you all, but other sources. So I was like, huh, maybe they're right. Someday you will all learn. Are not enough. Well, I was going to say, someday you will all learn that my opinion is the only one that counts. <laughs> so, the Dave, only one you need. Here's the thing that's going to make you not like me, is that I've come to realize that I like the series better when he's not trying to be funny, but when it's serious. Um, I like those elements, too, Which, which for that reason, I hate Bob the Skull, I realized. <gasps> I know, see? I know. Well, well he just there might like, come a time, if you stick with it, where you will actually appreciate Bob the Skull. I can't remember which book that's it is. That's possible. It's just like right now, at least in the, in the two books I've read, he comes across as tacked on comic relief mixed with a big has, old... With has a big Bob old ex- done anything surprising lately? No, he's just a big okay. exposition dump, too, as the no, other No, all right, then. Give it time. Might, Give it time. I'm, I'm but sure you know what the nice thing is about Bob? I've been watching the, and don't yell, but I've been watching the TV series, too, just to do a comparison. Ah! And, okay, I know, I know. <laughs> Terrence Mann is incredible. I want to know what they paid him to take this role. He is a blithering idiot. He's is not the skull in the, in the movie? In the, it's in there the on the periphery. He's always himself, and then he has to. He can't get far away from the skull. That's pretty much the tie to that. Okay. But he's like yeah, Tim Curry. Oh, is that who that is? Yeah, they, like they do him yeah. as kind of a ghostly image or something, which is so not the point. Yes, yes. Bob's and just supposed to have glowing anything. eyeballs. 
it's yeah, just he doesn't the wise know anything. Dresden knows more than he does, and it's like the, it's the wise. The wisecracking dialogue just falls flat for me, and I like the second book because about seventy-five percent of it was Harry getting his ass kicked by Legion after Legion of oh, Werewolves. That's pretty common yes. throughout the series. I do, well, I do like that. Kicked a lot. I do like the fact that he's not like an edgy badass, but he's also not a total joke. I like he, the fact that he does get his ass kicked. He's not I do, that, like, do, do, yeah. do, do, I come out on top again, and I win, and I kill everybody. No, he gets yeah, much as I like, say, Elric and Conan, and I'm reading Hawkmoon now, they never fail. <laughs> Aside from the couple times where Conan gets crucified, but he pulls himself off the nails and goes about his day. <laughs> and then the... And then the, the set, nails to flick him into I mean, hell, it took Christ three days, but he basically did I the know. same thing. Well, I think that shows me that Conan is our true savior. <laughs> oh, but yeah, like in Full Moon here, it's like Harry got just constantly beat Whipped. the crap out of over I and think, over. I think the super pithy witticisms, I think that kind of, it doesn't exactly go away, but I think it gets tempered. Yeah, like I said, right now, it's reading like he badly wants to be Joss Whedon. I think and you need to get the Joss Whedon thing out of your head, sir. Seriously, <laughs> I'm I think that's Joss more you Whedon imposing Brown. Joss Whedon on him than anything else, because I didn't Could get that be. impression at all. I don't know. I like him better when he's serious, and he might get his voice better as the series progresses. I can't remember which one three is off the top of my head, but but keep, keep like going a little far. Or something Carol. like that. Things happen. Let's just put it that way. Things happen. It starts to get a lot more well, like, I'm, 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 and intense as time goes on. But yeah, I mean, but that, like this. I said before, I like the fact that time goes on. It's not just yeah. like, oh, well, two days later, and bam, here comes another horde of crap. I, I agree, <laughs> and I'm inclined to get the third book now. You and I are on complete opposite ends of the wisecracking spectrum, because my favorite superhero is Spider-Man for a reason. But I, I like Spider-Man, but he's generally <laughs> you well- like the onesie he gets to wear? What? The one-liners about <laughs> uh, that's in, wow. Uh, I don't I don't mind the wisecracking hero. On, it's just that I don't like <laughs> hung him up. <laughs> As of the second book, I don't like how the writer is writing the wisecracks. And again, I'm trusting you that he gets better at it. I oh, think so. Oh, put I mean, that I, on us. There you yeah, go. I'm a, right. I'm a, no I'm pressure a, though. <laughs> I'm a Blue Beetle and Booster Gold fan. I mean, I, I like my wisecracking heroes. Oh, look, there's a little hedgehog named Mr. Whipple. Oh, isn't he cute? Oh, he's a, oh there's a picture of this little hedgehog. No such Sorry. thing as an uncute hedgehog. Sorry. Sorry. There's a, no, he's adorable. He's adorable. I said there's no such thing as an uncute hedgehog. They're all adorable. But they he's do have a rather pretty back. disposition. Thank you. My, my roommate just shouted out Ron Jeremy. Thank you. <laughs> 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 Which leads us to Tracy Bridgewater. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, on that note. Yes, I know. <laughs> and once again, we've been rabbiting on, and Chris has had about three words. Hello, Chris. I'm here. Hello, calling across the void. Hello, audience. Why have they been so good? Yes, it's Tracy Lords that brought up things. Be careful uh-huh. which Tracy Lord's porn you download. <laughs> some uh, of it will get what? you in jail. Is some oh. of it distasteful? <laughs> oh, the early days? Yeah, her veteran stuff, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Did your Doctor really Who game ever get arrived yet? Uh, yes, Matt? yes, it came. And it's full of... Uh, so Tracy Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! Oh, starting over. Yes, it arrived in the house. <laughs> it showed up. 
Yeah, it's got clear dice with purple pips, two books, the adventure pamphlet, a ton of <laughs> character sheets, a punch-out sheet of story point discs, you know, big deal. But it looks like you can do Torchwood and Doctor Who and what's the third series? Sarah Jane There's Adventures? A... Maybe. I don't oh. know. But anyway, it looks pretty fun. Uh, Are we doing the uh, advertisements today? Yeah. Okay. I'm, well, no, the reason I'm hesitating is because I'm kind of... I, I don't want to die. If you're no, not, not in the mood, then I'm, don't do it because you'll just be grumpy. Yeah, that's true. I, but I we really could make it wet. We could put you in a better mood. And you do what? <laughs> don't do it. You know you don't want to play it. You want to play something else. Don't listen to the angel. What's he know? <laughs> Is that your devil on the show? Would you go to your con? Yeah. Okay. Go on. Uh, I go to my con this. It, we leave Friday morning. Well, you'll be fine. You don't need play to it today, this. or we don't play it. Yeah, exactly. Um, How'd the last group do, though? I mean, did they have they were, fun? They did good. Yeah, they they enjoyed it, and so. Uh, yeah, you play tested it. enough. That's more than Josh would have done. That is. <laughs> that is much more than I would have done. Josh didn't even have a concept until he got to the game. Pretty much. Well, I, <laughs> The only thing I at least the car ride down. <laughs> okay, well, if we're not, if we're, uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna take. Yeah, I feel bad though. I'm like the part of me that's very in, very theatrical is like the show must go on. Don't feel bad. I spent all day thinking of a dumb fact. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we were playing that. So I spent all my time thinking of a dumb fact. Say, yeah, I forgot Nikki we were playing that too. So it's Nikki right. didn't forget, and then I now she wants to play Mr. Whipple, and I feel. No, I could care less. I really like Tony, oh. and I was just going to give him up, though, so that oh, you know I wasn't all set. Too. And I was also going to push for keeping no my young. We have to play it before the con. Sorry, Nikki. I didn't mean to I'm going to play uh, Lucky the Leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to be Ernie the Keebler Elf. And, and, <laughs> and we uh, Hornswoggle from the WWE. Sorry, what was that? During the whole game, I just grunt. I got it. <laughs> so it's not much different than normal for you, then, is it, Chris? Oh! oh. See? Well, now. See how this See, we got to let Josh run the game now, because that's what I'm going to get if he, if we continue with this. Except I don't have a dump back. Okay, Funky Frank, then, I guess, is what we're playing. All right. All right. I pull up my data here. Hello, data. Hello. Hello. <laughs> All right, thank you. Hi. I am glad to be here. Uh, I do not normally use contractions unless it is convenient for the plot or <laughs> unless I just forget and no one edits me. An adequate Red Spiner impression. Hey, yeah, I wasn't really going for anything better than that. It's okay. I think my favorite next-gen moment is the first season episode. and this The stuff that gets by editors just amazes me. Captain Picard says this is when Geordi was at the helm. He says, Mr. LaForge, warp three or whatever. And Geordi says, aye, sir, full impulse. It's not. Yeah. All right. Prometheus has. I take it back. That's not the worst moment in Star Trek editing history. Next gen. Although the one that is, is also first season. It's the first episode in which Lore makes his appearance. And they make a huge deal in the episode about how they can tell which of them is Data and which of them is Lore. Because Data cannot use contractions and Lore can so they get switched around, they solve the problem, reset button is about to be hit, and Picard asks, Data, are you all right? 
And Data says, I swear, hand to God, I'm fine, sir. <laughs> it was lore all along. Yeah, exactly. I would love for somebody to write a fanfic. The data that we know that was killed, that, that's how they could bring data back to life if they wanted to. The data that was killed in Star Trek Nemesis wasn't really data at all. Bothers me that they found a new data robot and no mention of lore. It's like, oh my god, we've never found a robot duplicate of data before. Like, I'm pretty sure you have. (laughs) I'm fairly certain there's a couple episodes that kind of revolve around that. But, you know, I'm no Trekkie. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, that whole B4, which is a stupid subplot, didn't need to I don't remember. I remember very little about that movie. I actually thought the main plot of the movie was pretty good, but that whole B4 was just dumb, 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 and I'm not going to edit that out because it was dumb. It was dumb. That's all. The new Star Trek movie kind of washed any bad tastes of other Star Trek movies yeah. out of my head. Yeah. Because the new one is so good. It oh, it was really awesome. good. And it stands up to repeated viewing, too. I've, yeah, I just I've... watched it again like last week. I'm like, this is really good. Yeah, yeah. I had a friend of mine, the only person I've ever talked to that didn't like the Star Trek movie. She didn't like it because she thought Kirk was too much of a pretty boy, and I'm like, it's Captain Kirk! What do you mean? He's too much of a pretty boy. That's what he does. I know! <laughs> it's like, it's Captain fucking Kirk! What do you want? No, Captain <laughs> fucking Kirk's a different character. I believe fucking is his middle name. It's Captain Iberia fucking, fucking Kirk. Kirk. <laughs> he was in the X-rated version. <laughs> no, that's his... Yeah. It's I've, I've got that. I mean... I've got several of those. Anyway, so... Long and Back off to Amazon. Damn it, now i got to come up with a there. dumb fact. The Book of Dumb Tables has a dumb fact list, if you'd like. Oh, okay, well, cool. Let's see. All right, roll a d20 I there. I need one, because I'm totally unprepared, we because I thought we were doing... Do i got it right here in front of me. Something right, on, let me load else. my dice program. Two. Two. Oh, oh, you get oh. to tell me. Prometheus Jones' favorite author or book? Should I go with first impulse or go with something more creative? Because first impulse is always more interesting. All right, it's not very creative, I grant you. But his favorite book is *The Big Sleep* by Raymond Chandler. The big, s- the big sleep, Raymond Chandler. All right, good one for a detective. Yeah, that's why. I, yeah, I'll be the first to admit it's not the most creative moment of it. I'm just, come on, Eric, snap out of it, get inspired. Okay, you know what helps me? Gin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was such a happy little voice, Jim. Oh, Jim, <laughs> like it helped me on many occasions. <laughs> That's right, kids. Whenever you're bored and can't think of something, load yourself up with alcohol. Drinking is It is made from berries, so it's practically health beverage. It's practically, I know. You nature's candy. If you think about it the right way. Remember, kids, Hex Game says never go anywhere without being fully saturated. Fine, fine. This is just public Hexgate. service announcement. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> and no one is Next week, we'll be talking about hangover recipes. <laughs> Jerome, what's your dumb fact? In Jerome's spare time, he likes to create and submit recipes to national magazines to win prizes. <laughs> <laughs> he actually does not cook. 
He just <laughs> makes them up and submits them. <laughs> I've got my new hobby. <laughs> all day, but that's what I came up with. That's I'm well spent. Brighty, dumb factor. Do you want to roll on? The I'm dumb? rolling a number, please. Roll it. Give me a D20 eleven. There. It goes to eleven. High school sweetheart. Aw. Come back to me. I'll get a good name going for you. All right. Yeah. Uh, to Betty. Betty's first pet was a fish, and then she saw this recipe in a magazine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Darren Sharpfang. He Let was me a guess what he was. Werewolf. Oh. Yes. Darren Sharpfang. Darren Sharpfang. Oh. He, was, he wasn't all that sharp, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean. With such things, babe. <laughs> I met him in the high school musical. Oh. The high we were school doing Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, okay. I was going to say, and she dumped Fiddler on the high roof? school the musical. Fiddler on the Wolf. <laughs> oh, God. You're a wolf. Snap out of it. A lone wolf. <laughs> Laser wolf. <laughs> Laser werewolf. Yeah. Thank you. I've got Lakaim in my head now. He Thank was you model the tail. <laughs> All right. So after everyone got their dumb fact yum yums, Prometheus is at five. Jerome is at six. Betty's at eight. Brady's at eight. Bring him on. Extra yum yums for all my friends. Nikki, spend a yum yum on something. No way, man. I want you to just want to have the most, and I'm not giving <laughs> it up. You do want to have the most. No, I'll give you a yum yum if you do. <laughs> no, wait, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. All right. <laughs> Shit, boiled again. <laughs> Jerome is part of the Monster Town curling team. <laughs> and don't forget, he's the inventor of Cabbage Patch Monster Kids. Monster Kids, that's right. Brady's <laughs> uh, <laughs> playing Mary Magdalene. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> so last week he has to go to rehearsal to right. bye <laughs> so as we ended last week we did the uh, slow dissolve Betty and Jerome had just finished ransacking Grendel's gym investigating I investigating. her collecting took, evidence took most of the, as I recall took a good chunk of the furniture from the office <laughs> but not the alcohol <laughs> not yeah. the alcohol left that while Bridie and Prometheus were doing an impromptu musical number over at Zora's dance store <laughs> Very good impromptu musical number two. You so are the best. Cool. Are you enjoying that subway? I am. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Busted. Yep. All right. At that time, it was, I want to think it was about 4 a.m. It was late. Sounds um, about right. All right. Are we heading on and an early breakfast? I need to go sleep. I can't be up during the day. That's right. You can't. I need do to get. Do you fry in the sun, or do you just get testy? He, he fries in the sun. I fry in he the sun. He fries his testes. <laughs> well, to each their own. Out. Who am I? That Who might be a good recipe, though. <laughs> Fried vampire testes. I know my new recipe. Very popular, like Rocky Mountain oysters. <laughs> oh God! Carpathian Mountain oysters. <laughs> <laughs> Very rare. <laughs> Drove's getting sleepy. Um, I need to submerge. You're going to have to submerge here, Seamish. 
and the golems. Well, it's just an early night. <laughs> well, no, I'm going to go see if that dance studio skeleton is still there. Got a reputation to uphold. Well, he we just left. To, we don't need to role play that or anything, but that's fine. <laughs> that's fair. Yes, you are able to pick her up after her shift is over. Cool. If Prometheus does do the deed with Zora the skeleton, he discovers that it is in fact quite un- quite uncomfortable. <laughs> But <laughs> a novel experience. It's novel's one word. It's just she's a skeleton, and well, I'm not going to make the obvious joke that comes. Yeah, I know there's a million bone jokes you can make. <laughs> but... <laughs> not going to do it. Yeah, I, mean, I call it bone fever for that kind of reason. But you know, don't don't feel obligated. <laughs> At any rate, is anyone else doing anything for the rest of the subjective night here? Or do you want to reading underwater? books in little sandwich baggies. <laughs> Bridie could go meet some of the kids Available. that were up in the dance studio for a drinky. Alright. Fellow cast members, as it were. They're all quite happy to go drinking with you. Sure. Who wouldn't be? Out of the wine bar. <laughs> Going to the wine bar to have some spritzes. Yeah. Can we go over exactly what we know about the situation, oh. the mystery that we are supposedly trying to solve? Okay. No, dude, I gotta get to the bar. To refresh, Pastor Donald Toombs, uh, First Church of Lazarus Resurrected, has convinced the detective agency to track down the source of this new drug called Shade that's been infecting the young people of Monster Town. Makes sure it's highly addictive, turns people's eyes all silvery, may or may not drive them mad afterwards. It only seems to affect monsters, not humans. Mothmer, the Mothman. Yeah, I was say, where have we put Mothmer? He's at the. He's, he's, he's at in the, my apartment. He's at the clinic. Oh, he's had him off and dropped off the clinic. Yeah. Mothmer, the junkie, directed you to his friend, quote quote friend, Stevie, a werewolf. Both of whom were hooked on the stuff. Stevie was in the rehab center at the hospital, put there by his parents. After an improbable series of events of you guys basically kidnapping him and dragging Mothmer around. Got into a car chase with a mummy and some other people who you have no Perhaps idea what they're up to. we need to investigate the car, the remnants they, of the accident. They were watching you, apparently, and you kind of chased them off and then... Or Betty thought they were. And then... <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's when Poor fire and explosions started. Damn, the fire and explosions and the pain and the hurting. <laughs> Through a series of interrogations, you found out that Mothamer and Stevie get their stuff from a guy named Bad Leroy who operates out of Grendel's gym, which you had just investigated. He was not there, and the place was closed. And now his file cabinet is not And now his file cabinet is gone, <laughs> as is everything out of his desk. So, the alcohol. For the alcohol, yeah. And then the impromptu musical interlude next door with the golems. Which, in case it wasn't obvious, was an attempt to uh, get them more predisposed toward giving us information, which didn't really pan out, but oh well. They didn't really have a lot of information, except yeah. that they tend to hang out there. It was confirmed. Yeah. Though not usually this late. So the next morning... All right. Or afternoon, or sundown. Right. Sundown. Uh, when, when do you guys want to start operating... You can, uh, Jerome can operate in the daylight. He just can't be in the daylight. So, like, he could call from his coffin or something? Yeah, he could be in, you know, as long as he stays out of direct sunlight, he's okay. So, staying indoors or with a great big umbrella or anything like that. (laughs) After sundown. (laughs) You don't trust us, do you? 100 SP. I trust you completely, Betty. Thank you.
Who don't you drink? Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. I see how it is. Mm-hmm. He didn't say you specifically. Uh, he did not say me specifically. I, I didn't say I didn't trust you either. I just said I trusted Betty. Mm-hmm. It's included by exclusion. Mm, not buying it. Do we have contacts in the Monster Town Police form to find police? I do. We do. Thingy. Right. Word that I was going to get. a yum yum. To <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I have to, to find out who that car oh, was that on. got exploded. Or newspaper people. Jerome's got connections. Yeah, plus yes. four. I see that. Yes. Well, I want to know who the hell we blew up on Betty Say So. <laughs> Paparazzi, I told you. Did anyone <laughs> think to get the license of that car? It fried, didn't it? Oh, you'd for be able to get that. You would be able to get that. Yeah. Betty tore it off. <laughs> With their teeth. <laughs> well, I've got sure. claws. Okay, so for Yum Yum, I've, yeah, I've got the license plate. All right. <laughs> Not just the number, the whole damn plate. I got it. Yeah. You're on the back of that car pretty often, so yeah. <laughs> I love the way Yum Yums work. We can't contradict something that's already been established, but this wasn't established one way or the other, so. That's right. <laughs> All right, Jerome could then use that with his connections to figure out who owns it. I'd like to give a call to Casper. Casper, huh? Yeah, he's my connection at the police force. I get it. Is he friendly? He is. That's why he's my connection. I keep him in booze. Ah. Uh, uh, oh, oh, oh. 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 No, Chris. No. Uh, Chris gets a yum-yum. Uh, <laughs> uh, it wasn't Eric that came up with that. Keep him in booze. <laughs> But there is a ghost of a chance he might know something. <laughs> you are just beyond the pale. I sheet you not. Stop it. <laughs> I'm going to start taking yum-yums away. <laughs> Would that be a brain or nerf game. I'm still reeling. Too many puns. Help me. Help me. <laughs> Make a nerf to convince him to help you. So I have a nerve of 12, so with my plus floor, that makes it a 16, 16 correct? 16 or more. So you got Casper on the phone. How can I help you, Jerome? What's up? And I rolled a 17. Oh, no! Can I spend a yum-yum or whatever to buy it down? You can spend a yum-yum to buy that down, certainly. Is it one yum-yum for three? Yep, so you could actually just drop it down exactly to 16 if you're inclined. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. All right. Jerome! (laughs) Are you enjoying that uh, case of Jack I got you? Oh, my God, I've been floating through the bottles all morning. Great. <laughs> Casper, I got a little problem. What can I do for you? Uh, did you hear or see about that car that's kind of exploded last Oh, night? yeah. You know, they never found the license plate. Having a hard time placing it. Well, I saw it happen as I was floating by, and... As you are walking. I, I did see the license plate. I'd like to give you the number, see if you can run it. Oh, it'd be, that would be very useful. A good citizen. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, I thought you guys would need it, so I give him the license plate. All right, um, that's him typing something. Seventy sound effects for calculators. Um, things. I'll run this through our files to the DMV, and I'll call you back. Great. There's a case of Schmidt beer in it for you. Schmidt. Wow. All right. You got the number? I'll call you. Yes, I do. Of course, I got the number. He promises to get back to you. Oh, and indeed he does. Great. Well, we ran that through. It looks like the car actually belongs to a rental agency. Hermes Rental Agency. Up there in Soho. 
Now you'd have to talk to them. We don't have their records of who that was rented to yet. Our model, you'd only get there quicker if you had wings on your feet. <laughs> Is that all you found out for me? That's all we got so far. I'll let you know if you find anything else. That'd be great. Keep me in the loop. Oh, you keep me in the booth. Spirits for the spirit. <laughs> part is you never have to worry about him bluffing because he's so transparent. Uh, oh, right through him, I know. So when it's done down, I will leave my house and uh, head to the detective aid to give him the information. What? I could call him, but I don't trust him. He can start without me. <laughs> okay, subway is done. Sorry about that, guys. It's all right. Uh, yummy, yum, 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 yum. Was it good? It was. What was it? And apparently the cat thought so too, damn it. <laughs> Helping? I had a, yeah, I'm trying to. I had a tuna sandwich. Oh. Well, apparently Pat doesn't want any. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of tuna either. I'm not either. I'm not touching that. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> oh. All right, so Jerome returns to the agency. And as the sun is going down... Man, Jewish vampires have a hard time. <laughs> it's a curse to me. Who said I was Jewish? I'm just thinking, no. Just in oh, general. Okay. You're in New York. There's got to be at least some Jewish vampires that follow the Sabbath and just can't do anything. At any rate. Hey, boss. Right. Not for another day, perhaps. <laughs> I know. Something I'll muse on. What's shaking, Jerome? Not much. I got some information for you about that car we blew up. Lay it on the table. Well, all I know, it was a rental car from the Hermes Rental Agency in Soho, so I think we should go investigate that. That's well out of Monster Town. Well, is Monster Town a segregated community? Well, it's an ethnic neighborhood. Do they let us out of Monster Town? They let you out of Monster Town. I'm just saying, it's not a monster-run agency and all that. Oh, that's all right. <clears throat> it's still the final word in cool. You are, no matter where you go. It's just how you are. Maybe you shouldn't go for this one, boss. Maybe I should just take Betty. All right. You guys also have all the papers and info you dragged out of the uh, office, too. Yeah, you guys go on and uh, investigate that. I think I'm going to pour through these files and see if I can get a lead on Bad Leroy. Sounds good, Betty. All right, boss. I'm on. You want to go by car or by sewer? <laughs> you go by sewer, I'll fly. I'm going to say it's about right. 6 p.m. right now. All right, uh, so splitting the party. Go, Betty, go. Uh, Betty and Jerome are... Uh, <laughs> sound like a singing group. <laughs> Betty and Jerome. Sonny and oh, Cher, yeah. Betty and Jerome. <laughs> I think we got our new dumb back. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> One time appearance on the Sonny and Cher show. Betty and Jerome. <laughs> Real swinging group here. And then we got our own variety show by Sid and Marty Croft. <laughs> Who didn't? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> this guy's never ran out of ideas. <laughs> anyway, yes. Again, we've split up with the golems in one way and the <laughs> organics the other way. <laughs> I think Betty has a thing. See how me. the clicks have broken down here. Prometheus and Bridie are rifling through the uh, stack of documents and stuff. Prometheus, give me a private dick roll. Not to be really? confused with the pick roll, which is something. <laughs> oh, God. I rolled a. Well, I missed. 
made it anyway. I rolled a four. I've got some yum yums, so I think I'm going to spend two of them and make that ten. All right. Well, you have uncovered quite a few bits of information. Looking through Bad Leroy's address book and calendar and all that information, you found a couple things. Number one, you found names of several people that look like they're probably drug contacts, buyers. You find Stevie Mothiner's names in there. Is it in code? It is not. Damn. Sorry. Oh, well. Not even written backwards. We have to leap up and run to the mirror and hold it up. It's written in lemon juice. You had to hang it over the <laughs> Or your open, lamp. Open flame. Right. <laughs> Burn the paper up. Wah! Wait, we can't do that. Wait uh-uh. a minute. We're afraid of fire. <laughs> it's an unbreakable code. Curses. <laughs> it's just a blank piece of paper. That's all it is. You've also found that he is apparently supposed to meet a shipment of some sort. Tonight. Tonight. Probably at 10 o'clock. for the gym. Down at the old abandoned warehouse district near the docks. This is at the abandoned warehouse district. Where else would the, it be? The docks at the old abandoned warehouse district. Old district. Where you get the best prices on gym towels, don't you know? Fell off the back of both. I'm supposed to meet him tonight and then the following Monday. Okay. They plan ahead. And it's what time right now? About six. And there's also some legitimate payroll stuff and shipping orders for things like Acme Tal Incorporated and John's silk screening service. Right. You spent two yum yums there, right, Eric? Yeah. So I should have three remaining. Yes, you do. Yeah. Okay. My little yum yum checkoff sheet here. Run by a little guy. I thought his Kevin. first name was Pavel. I know. Well, it's run by checkoff. Oh, okay. <laughs> Checking up the yum yums there. <laughs> it's terrible. Anyway, that's the worst Russian accent I've ever done. Anyway. <laughs> So, oh God, the door that knows no bounds. I know. <laughs> Gamer geeks making Star Trek jokes. Who'd have thought? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be the first time ever. Ever, I know. <laughs> so that's the information you've gleaned from the pile of papers that Betty dumped in the middle of the office. All right, I'm going to get... Oh, who do I call? Jerome or... I don't have a phone. Oh, call no cell phones? We don't have cell phones. Oh, you guys said you 70s. had walkie-talkies, though. That's right, we I do. I take one. I forgot. Dude, this was the 70s. The what the hell Doha. am I thinking? What's the range on that? Uh, on the walkie-talkies? <laughs> yeah, they're not much. Yeah. Unless you've got CB radios in the car, it is the 70s. <gasps> we don't, yeah, we don't I didn't get the car anymore. into the sewer. Yeah, and I can't. Fly Are you guys going by the in your handbag? No, I'm flying. I could be carrying a car battery, I guess, along with this. Coming, <laughs> we got a great big convoy. In a kicky little shoulder bag, because you know, <laughs> Betty is pretty. Patchwork, patchwork leather. Little, little army surplus radio phone with her, you know. <laughs> Thank you, Rhythm King. <laughs> Beatbox night here. It was Convoy. Shut up. I know. The human percussionist. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. <laughs> Jerome, you're flying, and Betty, you're taking the sewers? Yep. Wow, splitting up the party even more. Because you don't have enough to do. Apparently. <laughs> we can just leave them a note on the door. <laughs> What's a monote? We can leave <laughs> you hush up. I'm not talking to you. I'll bet other than a, a handful Friday's of Friday's gotta go to rehearsal. See ya. <laughs> a handful of helpful chuds direct you to the uh <laughs> direct you to the Soho connection. 
Chuds are always helpful. Good to see you again, Betty. <laughs> Thank you. I still won't date you. <laughs> Not the Betty we used to know. <laughs> you can still be friends with benefits, just no dinners. I swore off that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, plowing through the sewer. These people make me look fat. <laughs> <laughs> Drum, it's surprisingly empty up in the air, apparently. That's good. Flap, flap, flap. Flap, flap. Doesn't have to fight his way through pigeons. There's no pigeons at night. It's not. Oh, I guess it is dark now, isn't it? Better be. Bugs Bunny. Abracadabra. <laughs> <laughs> And none of you spin the yum yum to make it day. <laughs> We've already established tonight. That's right. Can't contradict. Can you climb into a, a wall or something, just Josh? Just to clip. another little squeak. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, just like that. So anyway, yes, you eventually make your way to the Hermes Car Rental Agency. It's kind of a uh, third-rate rental agency. Nothing really fancy, but you know, it doesn't look too sleazy either. Big car lot full of great big cars. A little tiny office building on the side here in the back of the lot. Do I find Betty? Coming up through the sewer. Rock is the manhole going to be out in the street or in the parking lot? It is going to be out in the street, yes. Okay, I lift it up just enough to make sure there's no traffic. Uh-huh. <laughs> and clear out. Not my first time coming up through the sewer. <laughs> All right, and I do put the manhole cover back in place so there's no accidents. Since Betty's job is underground telecommunications cable technician. She could probably get a call through anywhere. Oh, back right into the line. Let me check into the office first. Oh, we don't metagame here. At- <laughs> Way to know the characters, Josh. Thanks. It just happens to be on my computer screen right here looking at me. Like, oh, look at that. Gee, oh, damn. All right, I so roll my job. Some information needs to be imparted to my character. How am I going to I do know. that? I need to remind my players what jobs their characters have. <laughs> That's Sorry, a good GM. I'll try to be better. It's all right. It's all right. I'm not going to make you roll. That's a pretty standard okay. thing, just to patch into the telco there. Patch cables out there, little handset. Ring, ring. <laughs> ring, 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 ring. And my entire family shouts out banana phone. <laughs> <laughs> Almost in unison. It was beautiful. Us? Was it me? Who the hell you think it is? It sounds like this. Where the hell are you calling from? So, Soho, uh, sewer. We're at the car rental place. We're going to go in and check it out. Just wanted to check in with you, let you know where we are. All right. Uh, by the way, we went through the information and that stuff that you got that we got from, or that uh, who the hell got it? Jerome. Uh, that's right. Stuff that you got. Okay, let's try that again. Take two. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> Was that the record scratching backwards? Uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. Go with that. All right. Awesome. Um, it was supposed to be the tape rewinding, but I should have gone more. Take two. Wow. <laughs> it's like I'm playing with Michael Winslow. It's great. <laughs> Genius. Sound. You are a super freak, Eric. Super <laughs> freak. Yeah. Oh, don't, don't make him sing. <laughs> <laughs> 
We went through the... <laughs> we went through the stuff that you and Jerome got. And it looks like there's a shipment coming in of shade around 10 o'clock at the warehouse by the docks. It was at... What was it? I have the dock number written down here. It was... Blah. Crap. Let's say dock number five. Sure. There we go. Nope. It's a dock 94. 94. Oh. Nine, 94. Nine, whatever. Nine minus, nine minus four is five. So. Well, there you go. Dock 94? It wouldn't be docking bay 94, so we'll have to settle for dock 94. I don't understand the reference, but okay. Star Wars. That's where the Millennium Falcon was docked. Was it? Docking bay 94. Oh. 94. You've out-referenced me. Very good. I don't know. No, y'all jumped for that. No. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty continue. Alright. Well, we'll try to be back in time to either meet you there or at the office. It's about three and a half hours from now. Alright, let's not cut it too close. We'll find out what we can here, then meet you there. Yeah, sounds good. Alright. Bye, boss. Once Betty hangs up the phone, she goes, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) And then hangs up. Someday she'll have the courage to say it to his face. (laughs) (laughs) And then she bites her finger. Well, anyway. Betty's a bit of a whore, actually, isn't she? <laughs> no. no. The hell you say? I'm just starting to realize. Maybe a junior tramp, perhaps, but certainly not a full-blown whore. No, 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 no. I don't know. Offer her a 20. See what you get. <laughs> Only a 20, you say. <laughs> this is the 70s. Is. This is the 70s, yeah. It's the car, and then that's a lot of money back. Anyway. Anyway, coming up out of the sewer again. <laughs> Jerome, you spot Eddie coming out of the sewer. What took you so long? Stopped to call the office. There's a shipment of shade coming in. A uh, warehouse, stock 94. It's coming in about 10 o'clock. We need to try to get back there for it. Okay. Sounds good. You want to do the talking in here and I'll just kind of lumber behind? Depends. If it's a female, yes. If it's a male, you take over. It's a hermaphrodite. Mine. I don't do what mouse. <laughs> Double the pleasure. Oh man. <laughs> Let me see what this is. Is it a male or female? Alright. At any rate, you see a young man, looks like he's probably in his late twenties, early thirties, stepping out of the building, looking like he's getting ready to lock up for the night. It's about six thirty right now. Are we getting to the door just as he's closing it or Oh yeah. Okay. Just stick my hand out and stop the door. Kind of push him back in. Oh, oh, oh excuse me, what, what's going on? Oh, wait, huh? What? Uh, we're, I'm sorry, we're, we're closing up. We, we've actually been closed for half an hour. Okay, this won't take long. Close the door behind us once we're inside. Are, are, are you... He looks at the deep one. He looks at the pale guy with the pointy teeth. It's like, are, are, are you robbing me? We won't rule that out. First, we just have some questions. <laughs> He's holding his briefcase in front of him, kind of defensively, his little $5 suit. <laughs> Sweating profusely. Sit. He sits. All right. Be okay. Can I, can I interest you in a fine rental automobile? Uh, no. We're kind of more interested in the clientele you rent to. Well, we, we rent to you all, all walks of life. Everyone in need of a temporary vehicle. Well, we're looking for a particular person that rented a vehicle with the license plate, and I read off the license plate number. All right. 
like you might know it's missing or you might have heard it burnt up oh that one oh well well um normally we don't give out the names of our of our of our of our, uh, our, our clients that he leans in closer and breathes on his neck <laughs> <laughs> It gets more uncomfortable. <laughs> I like this one. <laughs> so what was that? Uh, he grabs his Rolodex. What was the that number again you're looking for? Reading the number again. All right, well, give me one moment. Some room to move here. Thank you. <laughs> Betty doesn't. <laughs> You're not fondling his knee, are you, Betty? <laughs> Looking at it, thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, sure it is. Dog <laughs> Car was rented three nights ago by one um, Susie Nefertiti. Susie. What was her last name again? Nefertiti. Did she have an address on her? Um. Yes, here it is, and he gives you a uh, address in the village, Greenwich Village. Great. Did she use a credit card, cash? How'd she pay for it? It's like it's paid with cash. Betty, do you have any more use for him, or? <laughs> oh yeah. I've got to be going. My. <laughs> Should we take him with us? Bye, bye. My girlfriend is waiting to meet me at at home with with her parents. Uh-huh. I'm having dinner tonight. And we know where going. to find him. Yeah, we do. Well, you've been very cooperative. Thank you. Oh, uh, no problem. Betty leans in, kisses him on the cheek. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Slips him a card. No promises, but call me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he just kind of sits there while you walk out. <laughs> Betty puts a little more wiggle in her walk as she leaves. <laughs> Turns the odd shade of green. <laughs> oh. Do you want to head back to the office, or do you want to check out the address in Greenwich? Oh, what time is it? We might need to get back. Let's see, it's about 7 o'clock right now. Would we have time to check out the apartment? Mm, might be cutting things close. Travel time? Okay. Well, we can always check that out at a later date. All right. Well, want to just head back then? We don't want to make the boss mad. No. No. Don't want to upset Prometheus. No, I've seen him when he gets mad. We should head back. Prometheus mad! Prometheus smash! <laughs> All right. Push aside the manhole cover, jump down, replace the manhole cover. Sploosh. I will turn to bat form and start whacking or flying. What? <laughs> doing what? <laughs> Is that really appropriate? I just wanted to see if Hanky was listening. Doesn't <laughs> talk very much to like Pretty sure I heard that wrong. <laughs> and you heard the snicker and you went, yeah, she's listening. <laughs> oh, God. Well. There's just no help for us. No. No, friends. <laughs> not. Perpetually 12. That's us. Oh. Yay. <laughs> and it's not a bad thing. Nope. <laughs> no, Just. I think actually for Perpetually 12, I have to give the crown to Happy Jack's RPG podcast. They are self-proclaimed. They got us beat, but they don't actually do actual plays. They just discuss the games. So as far Happy as actual... Happy Jack's RPG podcast, you say. Yep. 
<laughs> I look at that explicit warning right there. First thing on the page. <laughs> really? We'll look at that later. Yeah. Good podcast. <laughs> All right. Betty and Prometheus doing anything in the interim? You uh, mean Bridey and Prometheus? Did I say Betty and I'm right. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Because if it's up to Betty, yes, Betty and Prometheus are doing something in the interim. <laughs> <laughs> and she doesn't do really the interim to Sandy Butt. What? <laughs> and Bridie's just not interested in him that way. He's her boss, you know. She's busy uh, painting her nails. <laughs> house paint. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lovely shade of tango orange. A lighter shade of pale. That too. Trip the light fandango. What? <laughs> All right. Pink. Um. Ends we have not yet. Uh, you still haven't really actually done anything with Bad Leroy other than robbing him. Well, no, we're going down to oh, yeah, that's right, the shipment that's right. at ten. Yes, that's true. I could pose as a buyer using my newfound acting skills. <laughs> Acting! <laughs> Act master thespian with her pear-shaped tones. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I would master like a bag thespian. of shade. <laughs> I would like a bag of shade. <laughs> I would I like a bag I of would like a bag of shade. <laughs> Shade a bag, please. <laughs> One bag, shade. Yes, A shade. bag of shade. Some game we're going to play. We're just going to let Nikki play like an actress. And <laughs> <laughs> the Sex Lies Ultra Spies game I ran at a con a couple times. One of the characters' job was world's greatest actor, and his gimmick was Master <laughs> of Disguise. And he was played by John Lithgow. <laughs> oh, Brilliant. No one ever got into him as much as I was hoping, though. It's like, no, come on, you're the world's greatest actor. <laughs> Nominal acting talent. And it should have been Garrett. What was his name? David Garrick? Garrick? Oh, look, I'm the world's greatest Ooh. actor, and I can't remember his name. In the 1800s, he was the most famous actor in the world. Um, I don't really know my 19th But apparently we do not, well. I don't know either, so they never kinda, mind. They kind of start and end with John Wilkes Booth, unfortunately. No, ooh, ooh, he wasn't very good. I understand um, he was, actually. No, he wasn't, he was terrible. So, yeah, unfortunately, he was well, a great I, shot. Oh, uh, well, you... From three feet away, yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on with the game. Yeah, enough history like, jokes. Yes, continuing on. Before this gets any further derailed. <laughs> Too late. God. Anyway. I'm sorry, Josh. I feel... No, it's okay. nothing we wouldn't have done or have done to <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we all meet up. Can we just Back cut to the office. In? Okay. Diagonal wipe. Zing. Office. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. How do we want to play this? China will be China. Huh? Sorry, I was I was running my lines in my head for my show. Do we know we how the shipment's coming in? <laughs> if it's up to the docks at the old abandoned warehouse district, it's a good I chance it's a boat. boat. <laughs> no, yes. I mean, what size? Do we know that? Like <laughs> <laughs> the tiny bowl man, and in a clashing of worlds, advertisements. <laughs> Funky Frank. <laughs> a dinghy coming in, or submarine, or 
big old cargo thing? Zodiac. It does not say. Okay, because I'm just thinking I might be able to get some of my sea friends to help out oh, if it's a good. smaller craft. God, we're going to have an Aquaman episode, aren't we? <laughs> See, that's kind of what I'm angling toward. Angling. Angling. Uh, <laughs> Can golems go in the water or do they have to wear water wings? Actually, you're a stone golem. You would have, Prometheus wouldn't have a problem. You would. Because you're all stone. You could go in. I would just sink. Getting out's going to be the problem. I could walk out. I don't have to breathe, do I? You're not biological, though. Yes, you wouldn't have to breathe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Betty's a fishing hooker. (laughs) Oh. I could make the puns, too. (laughs) So, yes. Okay, so, and. All right, you got Okay, right along. You got a couple hours to prepare. Make your little eighteen plans or whatever. Okay, that was like eighteen meets take a chance on me. What the hell? Is that? <laughs> well, it is the seventies. Abba yeah, rules. That's, that's true. <laughs> if you change your mind, I'll be first in line. That's it. We'll dress as Abba and we'll go. God. And what I have to no. There? I draw Our the horror. line. God, Abba's looking for some shade, and we were told that a lot. <laughs> Cartoon men and two women. I'm game. I'll be blonde, and Betty will be Betty, and I'm not <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Righty probably does know some people with makeup skills. In the I'm not dressing up as no damn Abba. No, no. But you get to no. wear a really kicky jumpsuit, boss. Come on, it'd be great. You can be. You'd love it. <laughs> Waterloo, Waterloo. I'll dress, up as, I'll dress up as Richard Roundtree. You know what? You can't refuse a lady there for me. Oh, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> that These role. three yum-yums say I can. Uh, GM said you can. <laughs> oh, he can make the roll and spend the yum-yums to buy. Oh, no, 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 I'm buying off the weakness. These three yum-yums. Come on, Betty, join me. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Yeah. Let's see, how many yum-yums do we have to spend no, out there? I'll roll, I can't, I, I've got too much of a conscience. He said he wouldn't allow the weakness buy-off. And you and just have to use you can, re- you can spend the yum-yums to modify the roll, though, I'll let that go. Can we spend the yum-yums to modify the roll, too? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Shit. No. <laughs> Jumpsuits are on their way. Three, four, five. No! Son of a bitch. What'd you roll? Wait, wait, wait. I can use three yum yums to re roll. Thank you, God. Okay, I rolled a two. You're throwing them away with total abandon. That is so funny. Oh, your fault. You really don't like ABBA, do you, Eric? I'm the final word in cool. I am not going to dress up like ABBA. Are you saying ABBA's not cool? You would just make it look really cool. They certainly were cool for the mid-70s. No, but that for non-monster people. Are you worried about offending the monster people that might be listening? (laughs) Yes. Yes, sir, I object strongly. Perhaps we're ABBA impersonators. The anti-monster. For Monster Town, we're ABBA impersonators for Monster Town. It's destined to be. I rolled a... 
Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so you and Jerome bitch? just need to toss up who's going to be blotted. I wasted my yum-yums. I spent three yum-yums, <laughs> did a re-roll, and rolled a four. Thank you, you stupid dice! It was fate. <laughs> you were meant to be Ava. <laughs> Apparently I... Oh, God. All who's right. the blonde and who's the brunette? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll go blonde. <laughs> this will lead to a wacky I'm montage. I'll be first in line. <laughs> Honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. The album music starts up on the montage. And they all run off the... I'll run up the Friday to the Monster Town Community Theater. <laughs> Friday, do you want to be Agnetha or Annie? I have no idea. Which was, which was the blonde? They're both kind of blonde. <laughs> no, I thought one was brunette. Not in this current picture. Oh no! You I think Agnetha. I think Agnetha was the more blonde one. But that's a cooler name too. I'll take her. Yeah. The very camp demons like you want to dress as Abba? Oh my God! <laughs> Let me help you. <laughs> Down, boy. I've got the white jumpsuits. I've just been waiting. Go. X. Boris, get the wigs. Betty's standing there. Obviously, you won't have to do much with me. Oh. Oh, I just did a Google search. Oh, my God. They're wearing hairy glitter boots. And, and so oh, are we. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they might be impersonators, too. Wow. Is there any point in making a final word in cool role to see if I can at least maintain nope. some <laughs> There is no dignity to be had here. Sure, go ahead, go, go ahead. Make, make heterosexuality in this whole. Make the, make the, make the final flipping cool rule. There you go, fourteen. Oh my god! All the guys, <laughs> the, the all the guys are tinfoil. Like, oh my god! Do I awesome. see that? That looks awesome. Do you see this too? This na- they're naked in tinfoil. Yeah, I'm looking at yeah. it right now with the Swedish flag behind them. I see brunette and blonde. I okay. like the one down and to the right where they got the Captain America jumpsuits. <laughs> and your choices for the guys are kind of light brown or slightly that darker brown. Awesome. <laughs> Which one is this? The Captain America suits? It's like they're like the little star spangled ones. It's a row down and. Oh, there it is. Oh, wow. Abba versus Abba versus oh, Journey. Oh, How come Abba versus cape. Journey? <laughs> the guy on the left of the cape. I'm going to have a 70s superhero that wears that. I don't oh, know where. Extra poofy hair going on there. That yeah, is that costume is going to make it appearance. Yeah. Self-guaranteed. Okay, Bridie, you can have the belly bear. I'll wear the tight, glittery jumpsuit. <laughs> the anyway, hold on. What the hell? The belly bear? Belly got a, I'm sorry, bear belly. She's got okay. a bear belly. <laughs> the, uh, uh, belly I bear. had a very different image in my head. And what the hell is a belly bear? It is Monster Town, after all. So, Someone uh, needs a shave. Someone needs a shave. God, so, so, Eric, <laughs> all the men in the uh, theater are like, Logan, he's like, oh my god, that looks awesome and cool. We're, we're all going to go dress in the white jumpsuit. That is the new look. So yeah, you're still dressed like Alba, but man, it looks good on you. No, he muster up as much enthusiasm as he can. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be okay, boss. He makes it look good. I've just found the lyric sheets. Yes. (laughs) I know so very little about Alba. Album. (laughs) Oh God. See that girl. Watch that scene, singing, dancing, queen. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> you and I, you oh. and I. 
fucking Muriel's wedding flashbacks now. Scare me. Drums, Fernando. <laughs> that can so. be yours, Betty. You have to like flop against the wall with your hand over your eyes. And she's got a lovely singing voice. Can you hear? No one. No one. No one. They'll never suspect it's not the real. <laughs> so. No one actually has the uh, anything resembling a disguise or mimic skill. I can see in the dark, and I wear a coonskin cap. How's that? Um, I, I can lie with a straight face. Ooh, that's true. Yeah, yeah I'm Abba. What's it look like? They got the lead as Mary Magdalene and Jesus Christ Superstar. So there you go. Who's talking? Private Dick is probably the most applicable, although that's a bit of a stretch. Stretching that I know where we can rinse a limo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. That was bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look at that Brighty's bad luck weakness just waiting to let the pop in. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Am I going to fall off my platforms? I don't know. We'll find out later, won't we? Anyway. <laughs> All right. So after the montage is over... Of all Friday's little theater friends getting all dressed up and <laughs> giving a crash course so dancing and singing in coordination. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, we're going to do the montage here. That ball change. <laughs> Betty, describe a quick scene in the little disguising as Abba, learning to be Abba montage. Oh, uh, first, huh? All right, uh, it's darkness, and the fog machine starts up, and it comes wafting across the stage, and all of a sudden, a spotlight just zooms across the audience, flips up onto the darkened stage where there's nothing there, flips back across the audience, back to us, and we're suddenly standing there, and the fog swirls up around us. We're facing backstage. We turn on one, face the audience, our hair flipping around, and the microphone comes up, and Betty bursts out with... Can you hear the drums, Fernando? <laughs> Very good. Yum yum for Betty. Righty. Describe a montage shot. Lights down, lights up, and a costume change has occurred. And now we're all in fabulous spangle-covered jumpsuits with Betty and I. The jumpsuits are cut down to our belly buttons. You know, the way they were back then. <laughs> she doesn't have a navel, though. She's an amphibian. But Does still, it matter? So That's not the They've point. They've got a prosthetic <laughs> navel on her. <laughs> <laughs> Still cut down to a nominal belly button. <laughs> a belly bear. And, and we all strike a pose and start wiggling our bums, and we launch into Dancing Queen. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, yep, yep, for Bridey. Jerome. What? <laughs> um, we cut to a new scene. We're outside now in a big open field with flowers and birds flying around and butterflies and um, we're now wearing um, paisley type flower printed jumpsuits <laughs> oh and I yeah, was going to do girl. Dancing Queen oh you Prometheus. did Prometheus again <laughs> oh god I um, that's what I said how's Prometheus reacting to all this Bridie gives him the uh, jumpsuit and he looks at it as though she just gave him a big steaming dog turd. <laughs> and then we cut to him actually wearing it and guys start 
swarming around him. Wow! Whoa! You look really... And all of a sudden, his demeanor begins to change just a little bit once he sees how it's being received. And then he is back to being the Prometheus Joe, that we all know. And, and it cuts to him saying... Digging the dancing queen. <laughs> tell me, please. Tell me uh, yeah, he's yeah. wearing the big blow-dried wig. <laughs> oh, why the hell not? The seventies feathered blow-dried hair. Oh, please. Yum yum for Prometheus. <laughs> all your little theater friends are all clapping as you guys leave. With a Maybe some tears. Good luck, Prometheus Jones. Good luck, Joe. Good luck, Daddy. Good luck, Brian. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thanks for everything. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Kisses and starlight to all. <laughs> now let's go kick smash. It's running behind the waving little banners. <laughs> the car. Daddy and I are doing some dance steps as we're running down the road. <laughs> I'm sure there's a dumb fact in here somewhere. <laughs> I think this whole thing might qualify. No. That's what Eric gets for canceling his game and making me run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Wearing know. jumpsuit and sing ABBA. Yeah. Right, I think so. this is the game that um, Nikki should run. The ABBA game? Yeah, the ABBA. <laughs> yeah. ABBA horse. The ABBA superheroes. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> We'll sing yeah, you at know, you or we'll seduce you in this hot tub. You choose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know a damn thing about ABBA. <laughs> I've got to say. <laughs> so, Star Iris out, Star Iris in to the, to the old abandoned warehouse district. You hear the uh, foghorn off in the distance. It's not even foggy, but there it is. Oh, of course it's foggy. It's the old abandoned warehouse district. <laughs> Fog's rolled in off the Hudson. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're ABBA. We always have fog. The buildings are all shabby and run down, quite abandoned. Splintery docks off there near the river. Very few lights out here. What few street lights and emergency lights are all flickering yellow. Rats scurry out of their way as you pull in the uh, car. What y'all doing? There's no point in trying to sneak up, is there? No. <laughs> I think that went out the window with the ABBA thing. <laughs> We stand in our jumpsuit saying, Wow, it'd be great if we could find some shade before our big show! <laughs> in a bad Swedish Borgie Borgie X. I'm not one to stop you. We really need some shade before the big show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only we could find a little bag of shade. <laughs> shade makes me giggle. <laughs> I'm... It helps me hit the high notes. <laughs> I want to giggle on the stage. Shade makes, shade makes me feel super fly. <laughs> Another song. Another song. Oh, oh, oh sorry, sorry. Uh, uh, dancing queen makes you flicker. It makes me feel dancing. like a dancing queen. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, yum yum's all around then. <laughs> <laughs> um, a little three-faced goblin pokes his head out of a pile of trash, wearing a shabby raincoat and little beat-up slouch hat. I'm like, yeah, you guys looking for shade? What? I hear you right. Why, yes, my little friend. We've come all the way from Shade. We're going to have a very big show. 
seen an album with monsters? Except monsters are pop rock. <laughs> oh God! Boys were monsters, and we're having this big show, and we really could use a little shade. Do you know? Get the show going, as we say in Sweden. We really want to get down and get funky, y'all. Why would yeah. you? <laughs> well, I'm not one to tell stories out of school, but uh. Worried on the street is that a shipment of shade coming over on Dock 94 just tonight. Pulls out a big old pocket watch any time at that. (laughs) Thank you, my little friend. Uh, Where is Dock 94? (laughs) Right between Dock 93 and 95. (laughs) Then he reaches out and tickles him under the chin. Can you show us, stupidies? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I got two backstage passes Well He does, he does <laughs> Anything for Abba, wait till my wife <laughs> Oh, your wife huh? You want to yeah. join us in a line dance? <laughs> no <laughs> he, he, Do the bump he's, <laughs> he's about three feet tall His raincoat's about 12 sizes too big as a drag oh, behind Does he him. have a flat head? He's a flasher <laughs> goblin. <laughs> He's got a hat on. You can't tell if it says flat or not. What does hold a beer can? <laughs> Perfect sign. <laughs> he races off towards the docks. <laughs> come on, Abba, come on, keep up. I gave up being a Monster Town beat cop for this. It was worth it. Uh, look at your fabulous jumpsuit. You look so, <laughs> you look so good, boss. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> if you change your That's mind, your I'll be first in line. Honey, I'm still free. Take, Take a chance, a chance on me. <laughs> <laughs> See, it makes you all kinds of cheery, doesn't it? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> still going big cars. So... Mr. Cranky Pants. <laughs> He's a schnoodle schnitzel biter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think uh, Betty's found her new voice. I like this a lot. Better. Oh, God. <laughs> she thinks it turns Prometheus on. Well, why wouldn't it? (laughs) It's working on me. (laughs) Wow. Wow. We have crossed every line tonight. This is perfect. (laughs) Back and forth and back and forth. That's a different podcast. (laughs) That's one way to put it. Working on me. Eventually, follow him to the... uh, (laughs) To the dock. Dancing right behind him. <laughs> well, I wouldn't and I do have dancing plus three. I see. <laughs> You're just awesome. Flying with a straight face, handling your booze, and dancing your way down. <laughs> oh my god. So, you uh, make your way to the docks. There it is, dock 94. Splintery wooden docks. Looks like it's way off in the shadowy dark area, kind of off the main area of the docks. It's a quiet, secluded area. It's not for long. 
<laughs> yeah, well, here it is. Ball. <laughs> well, you enjoy yourself, Abba. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, my little friend. So much. Mwah, you have been marvelous. <laughs> wow, I met Abba. Do <laughs> <laughs> the hustle before you go, if you wish. <laughs> Something to tell the grandkids about. <laughs> Oh, Wait till I tell my 23 children. <laughs> wow. I'm back. Big litters. <laughs> so now what do we do, boss? Uh, this is your show, Brady. Uh. <laughs> well, we could work on our new dance routine because, you know, I'm thinking... Uh, on second thought, we really should wait for the shipment to come in and make sure we're all... Betty, give me a brain check there. Okay. Since you got to see in the dark thing going on. No. I'm looking at Prometheus only. I rolled a 19. (laughs) With stars in your eyes. (laughs) I'll go ahead and spend four yum-yums, because I got a buttload of them over here. Ew. That's uh, an image I didn't need. (laughs) Got a buttload of yum-yums. Such a way with words. All right. (laughs) That's our next song title. Eddie, you see a little tiny, looks like a little, like, two-person, like, little skip or large motorboat kind of puttering up towards the dock here. Uh, it looks like there's two figures on it. That's all I can make out, just two figures, not anything what? more distinct? Not yet. Once they get closer, maybe, but at this point, no. Okay, I'm going to strip off my clothes and dive into the water, silently. <laughs> all right. Oh, my God, Eddie's just stripped naked. Open to the water. Try to hold back, boys. And all of a sudden, I'm out of the mood. So much for your carefully planned ominous <laughs> Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> you could be Abba 3. <laughs> uh, Annie needed to take a quick dip in the ocean <laughs> to wake up from... Betty, as you, get, as you get closer and poke your head up over the waves, you notice that it's a long, like, I don't know my shit's on. It's like bigger than a dinghy or rowboat, but it's just like a small little skiff, uh, single engine, little outboard motor. And you see pilot in it looks like, uh, oh yeah, it looks like two deep ones uh, in like black pea coats and slouch hats. And there's like a tarp. Shit. There's like a tarp covering a bunch of, looks like something covered in a tarp. And just puttering along. How far out are we from the dock yet? I don't know, about 100 yards or so, I guess. Deep one's in the boat. Yep. Uh, real quick, ducking back in the water, do they have any kind of an honor guard in the water that I've just stumbled into? No. Okay. Uh, everyone up on the uh, dock, make a brand check for me with any bonuses you might have for perception, which I don't think anyone does. I am rolling suckily tonight. Three. Bring 14, got a five. You did not make it there, Prometheus. I got a quirky success. Oh, you got one? Yep. All right. Well, then you notice the deep ones and the peacoats on the boat way out there, but you don't notice what the other two notice, which is uh, you guys hear sounds like a car, pretty large one, coming down the uh, road towards you. You hear the crunch of gravel on tires, engine. Don't see any lights coming towards you. That sounds like it's coming closer. Hey, boss, I hear a car. Check out those deep ones over there. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> all right. 
Are we going to continue this, or are we going to hide? I got the stars getting closer. Okay, where exactly do you think you guys can hide dressed up as Abba? (laughs) You guys decide what you're doing. I'm turning into mist. (laughs) And now there's two discarded outfits on the street. (laughs) Oh, no, my outfit stays with me, doesn't it? Yes. So, can we now transmute ourselves into Sunny and Cher? (laughs) Right. Right, give me a bad luck check. Oh dear, nineteen. Oh, oh, actually, that's good for you. Actually, that's good for your weakness. Actually, is it? Oh yeah, uh, your weakness doesn't take effect then. Oh, oh, I've gotten confused. Okay. Yep, weakness is backwards. Aki. Your weakness is rolling essentially. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> so we can be sunny and share. <laughs> Quick, kneel down for me. <laughs> I am not. No, really, this will work. This will work. She starts flipping her hair, flipping her hair. Oh, let me make a weakness roll. Jesus, criminy. Unless you want to, I'm not going to make you make a weakness roll for this obviously ludicrous idea. Because <laughs> the well, other thing. Babe, I got you, babe. I got you, babe. <laughs> Although I'll give you a yum-yum if you want your weakness to take effect. Oh, hell. No, I, I will, okay. no. I'm going to hide behind... I don't know. What's around that we can use as... There's old abandoned crates. All right. I'll hide behind some crates. All right. I'll out there by yourself. Raise that. I don't need to hide. I'm final wording. Cool. I'm concealing myself behind some crates. (laughs) 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 All right. So, Bridie, you're out there all by yourself. And I will pretend I have hurt my ankle. Ow. Oh, so I look wounded, but I'm not. <laughs> I will act wounded. <laughs> I am a, like a mother bird. <laughs> and I will lure them into a false sense of security. Hello? Is there someone there? Big old green Lincoln rolls up the dock. Out of the back steps. Uh, it's, it's a were-rat. Looks much like a humanoid rat. Long snout with little and big incisors. Ratty tail. Uh, guy's probably about five foot two, dressed in a purple suit, cane, big broad hat. Looks like he ransacked Ike Turner's closet. <laughs> and out of the car with him steps. Oh my God, it's an ogre. Looks kind of oh. like a shaved gorilla, about as tall as he is wide. A sleeve stack, all green skinned and big googly eyes. And uh, oh my God, it's a killbot, humanoid robot. <laughs> Looks like it's built out of. Looks like it's built out of scrap metal. Like cast blood. Looks like it's built out of junkyard leftovers. Glowing red eyes. They're all wearing T-shirts from Grendel's gym. The goons. Even the killbot. Oh, and yep, and even the killbot. Oh, and there's also a stone golem. Oh come on! Now don't Car, you think that's like, a touch over the top. <laughs> hey. You can take them. Carved like a statue of Apollo. Ooh. Badly. He's kind of cute. Wearing the t-shirt over. Don't let Betty see him. (laughs) (laughs) Don't touch him, Betty. He's mine. (laughs) Is this a good cliffhanger point? Probably is, actually, yeah. It's kind of fun. Yeah, three minutes. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) It's very silly. Where we're at right now, we'll probably... <laughs> and it's hard to say because we, we're known to get sidetracked, believe it or not. <laughs> no. Not us. No. Next, next, se- next session will probably end this adventure.
you've got you've got a few more scenes, but depend, if we get a solid two hours in, we'll probably end up wrapping it up. So really, two more sessions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to be on the safe side. Maybe three. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Prometheus ends here. He's got two yum yums. Chris Jerome has eight. Nicole Brighty has <laughs> primary eleven. Am I no? <laughs> right nine. Oh. Nine. Jeez. Oh, come on. Quarter. Pat yeah. Betty has five. <laughs> Correct. It is a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. She can, Perhaps she can, I will throw them away in one big explosive you know, moment. You can use it saves use the day. Them to improve your character. Are you implying yeah. that she needs improvement? Excuse me. <laughs> <sighs> Bridie, spend your yum yums to show that you brought along the glitter confetti cannon. <laughs> <laughs> and the bubble machine. <laughs> well, <laughs> and the disco ball. And the disco ball. I've got the prop sack. You can fire that out of the cannon. And the Bob Mackie dancers. <laughs> God. I am very afraid of what this group is going to do with Satsi. <laughs> It'll be awesome. Great. It will be so much fun. I'm not even going to try to come up with a serious adventure because I know it would just be a waste of time. I gave up. <laughs> Did you say serious? You would actually consider a serious well, adventure? Well, you know, M-Force was really? semi-serious. Really? So we can do what? serious. Mr. Jolly we could. Over we could. I could. Oh, my God. Let's that. try. Nah, let's not. <laughs> Thank you. Probably a little too late in this game. <laughs> yeah, this game kind of. I want to be a meticulous butler. This game left the serious train uh, about. Seven Are you talking about ago. Monster this Town? This game left the serious Excuse train sometime after care, Jim. <laughs> it's gonna be excellent. We're gonna have a big great. fight on the docks, won't we? I would love to play or run in a serious game, but I have no idea what that's like anymore. <laughs> and I realize I'm a bad actor on that anyway. I don't know. Are there really such things? Because I just can't envision Oh, it. absolutely there are. There are. I don't know what they're like. I mean, Why I just... would you want them? I mean, isn't because this more fun? Do you it... laugh all the way through a serious game? No. No, but you actually can develop your character in serious ways. ways. <laughs> I tried I mean, to run I'm, I'm, one serious yeah. game. We were doing Traveler, and all the crew were running down this corridor, and they heard the bad guys coming at them. So they duck into this closet, and you know, the door shut, mm-hmm. and they hear the footsteps coming down the hallway. You know, the tension's building and everything, and they're in there, and the, the footsteps pause outside the closet door. And everyone at the same time just goes, take a deep breath to quiet ourselves. You know, they all go, <laughs> <laughs> okay, the bad guy is sucked under the door from the suction of glow. And, oh. and that's as close as I ever got to a serious game. <laughs> right. I guess the couple of Call of Cthulhu games I ran actually did a pretty decent job of maintaining maintaining tone. I had friends who'd played that in college, and it was my impression that you couldn't play Cthulhu because everybody would die after about three minutes. You you develop your character. Here's your character. You do your character sheets, and then you would promptly like open your mouth and die. <laughs> you go insane or you get eaten. Yeah, but the benefit of that game. Is- 
the fun like stories it never on... happened. It was nothing but character creation because well, you fun... always died. <laughs> the stories on those games are like, oh, my character once got eaten by a shoggoth, and oh, really? My character got his brain <laughs> taken out. Those stories are never on what cool thing you did, but on how awesome you died. Uh... <laughs> and yet, it's still fun. And you're telling me that was serious, was it? <laughs> oh, exactly, yeah. Yeah, okay. See, I, I just wouldn't want to No one dressed it. as ABBA. Yeah, well, I mean, let's, let's define serious. That doesn't mean you can't have any <laughs> funny moments in the game. It just means yes, overall. Yes, it does. Character generation in, uh, in, in Call of Cthulhu is very quick, though. Oh, it, I mean, okay. it really does take, like... It has to be, because every time you step <clears throat> out the door... Well, yeah, it's, it's designed with the thought that you're going to have a lot of character attrition. <laughs> You'll be doing it a lot. <laughs> yeah, so it really is once you get the rules done, you can do it in about 15 minutes or less. Wow. Or if you're what? smart, you get multiple Pick characters made up. Before. I, I don't I, want to play I a serious game. A serious. <laughs> no? It sounds no. like Eric wants to play a serious game. Want a serious game? You have a serious game, and I promise I won't laugh. Once. I could point out you all wanted to play Prometheus, you know, Funkadelic Frankenstein. I'm so. not complaining. <laughs> mm, no, this has been a blast. Yeah. I know, I know. Not and we'll once. continue. Nope. Alright. Bowing out. All right. Good night, all. Good night, See you sir. Monday. Thanks Bye, again for a great time. Yep. Have a buffalo yep. week. So there you have it. That was issue 26 of Monkeys Took My Jetpack, session number four of Funkadelic Frankenstein on the Mean Streets of Monster Town. And, and, it's got, ah, oh, hey! Sorry about that. As we were saying, this is Prometheus motherfucking Jones right here, y'all, saying, was that not one of the finest issues you've ever heard? Was that not one of the coolest episodes ever put in a podcast ever? Well, that's nothing, because wait till you hear the next, the final chapter in the Shady Business Saga. Yes, I'm talking about the Shady Business going down, y'all, and that's coming up real soon. So that's the final Funkadelic Frankenstein and that's going to be coming your way in just a few weeks. So, until then. Oh, is there more chips? Wait, keep those over here. Yeah. Until then. Ah, uh, what the hell does he say? This is Prometheus Jones. Mm. Okay. Thanks for listening to Monkey. Took my jetpack, and remember, your imagination just like <laughs> your imagination is just like a jetpack. You've got to keep it fired up and always let it soar. <laughs>